0: This is the Troubleshooter Show.
1: Help, I need somebody.
2: Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter.
1: Help me, help me if you
2: can, I'm, feeling... I'm Tom Martino, and I welcome you to the Troubleshooter Show. You know what I am? I am a consumer advocate. What does that mean? It means that I advocate for consumers' rights. You know, Really, we should all be consumer advocates, and that means also we advocate for businesses as well because we, ad- let's put it this way, we advocate for what is right. Is that a way of putting it? In other words, if someone lied, cheated, ripped off, no one's in favor of that. That's what I love about my show. We all want to go after liars, cheats, and ripoffs. We don't want them to thrive. Well, I, I doubt there are listeners that say, yeah, Take that money from that old lady. Good stuff. Yeah. Martino, leave him alone. So we transcend politics, religion, ideologies. We go after bad guys. Now, there might be some controversy as to who's bad and who's not. But that's where you chime in. We've been doing this for 40 years, recovering. And I mean recovering literally. Hundreds of millions, not a million, hundreds of millions in cash, merchandise, exchanges, refunds, and services, and also provided services. So what you do is go to Referralist.com for help, information, and referrals, or if you're listening at any time, anywhere, call 303-MARTINO, and we'll get back to you. That number is available to anyone, anywhere, 303-MARTINO, okay? Now, this is a time of year I find a lot of people are in good moods. But did you know it also affects a lot of people in a negative way? They just are lonely and extra lonely during this time of year. Well, guess what? RealCBDThatWorks.com will quell your anxieties. How's that for transition? No, actually, RealCBDThatWorks.com. I don't want to make light of anxiety. It does help with anxiety. It helps with, uh, it does uh, mood enhance but it helps with pain. It also helps for sleep with their sleep formula. Dan, is that working for you? Now, now listen, when I ask for testimonials or, or results, I'm not asking for a testimonial if, if it really didn't work. Joan Sullivan took it for something, and she said it wasn't really working, and then all, but then she said, but I noticed my knee pain's gone. She didn't take it for her knees. She thought they were too far gone. She doesn't have knee pain anymore. And then we, uh, we gave it to Ugly Ed, and Ugly Ed said, well, I'm getting some. I feel good, and it's like I don't care about the pain that much, but it doesn't, it didn't make the pain totally go away. How, uh, and I'm wondering what his latest is on that, Dan. Uh, I mean, ugly uh, on your pain. How is it lately? Uh, uh, the pain's same? about the same. It's okay. just the anxiety is less. For, from the pain. and So it does help. And, and some people get more pain relief than others. Why is that? It's not because of a variation in product, it's a variation in our receptors. Like, there are people, for example, that take a painkiller, and it affects them wildly. Others take painkillers, and they don't feel much. If you have a receptor more open to cannabinoids, you will feel more with the product. But one thing I will tell you, you'll never find a better product than Panacea Life Sciences. That's all I'm saying. Not how it's going to work on you, but if you're going to use CBD, and your receptors are open to it, you're going to have some effect. RealCBDThatWorks.com. So Steve wants to talk about a Mustang. And today is car day. Being Friday, it's car day. We've been doing this for practically the entire 40 years. Car day. And we get some experts in the studio. So Steve, what's going on? Well, I got me a uh, 2002
3: Mustang with a uh, V6 engine in it. And okay when you go to when you go to crank it up first thing in the morning it it'll tap for maybe 30 seconds or so maybe a minute depending on how cold it is and uh I, I i've kind of been doing a little bit of research and trying to figure out which way to go i i've read that either it's like a a valve sticking a lifter sticking or uh there's also an issue where the uh drain for the uh air conditioning condenser to uh drain right on top of that exhaust manifold
2: and, hey, uh, Steve, I was
3: wondering,
2: uh, yeah. okay, go ahead with what you were wondering, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was wondering which way to go to, I know the cheapest route to to do something first would be to swap out the exhaust manifold, but well, I mean, I don't want to waste a hundred bucks, you know, and
2: no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Listen, here here's the first thing though. I, I, when you say maybe it's something sticking, here's how you can tell if it's something sticking, if it's random. If it's exactly the same noise, roughly exactly the same timing and exactly the same symptoms when it comes and goes, well, things don't stick consistently in an order. They stick sometimes more, sometimes less. And so let's just go there. When you start your car up every single day on a cold start, it will start ticking. Correct. And it always starts ticking exactly the same way. In exactly the same manner, and goes away exactly the same, basically. It, exactly that's the right.
3: only time that: then a, I would
2: say it's on, not on sticking, it's not really sticking. I would now, now I'm going to take an amateur's guess. For people listening, don't roll your eyes back. When a car starts up, um, you know it, it starts circulating oil, and oil is not instantly in the engine unless you have some superb oil where remnants stay behind some of the best parts of oil are the oils that can stick onto the sleeves and onto the cylinders and onto the pistons and on where they stick there. Even after you turn the engine off and it sits there overnight, some oil remains with really good oil. So I would guess that you're simply waiting for the oil to circulate, but this is an amateur guess. Uh, Jeff Vick Uh, Kimmer Transmission, who, by the way, also does general auto repair with an emphasis on transmission, what would be your guess? And then, of course, we have um, Nick Yutze with us from Flexident of Colorado, and he's a car buff. Uh, You guys chime in. Yeah, definitely oil would be the first thing I'm thinking. So oil meaning as as soon as it gets Um, lubricated.
4: Yeah, lifters happen to build back up after they've drained down, sitting cold, fired up, takes a minute to lift them up. I mean, if you accelerate, if you Add some, some fuel to it during that ticking noise? Does it go away a little bit faster? Yeah, if you warm no, it up quicker.
2: No, no, uh, no. It, 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 it still will last for about 30 seconds to a minute. But okay, just, listen, just real, listen, just, but just, it's consistent.
3: Just real, just a, yeah, just a real quick backstory though. Um, I religiously changed my oil 3,000 miles or less. I, I'm old school. And on top of that, I've also uh, put that Lucas oil in there also to help remedy that situation and even that hasn't stopped it
2: well uh what is lucas oil i guess i don't know what's special about it
3: it's uh it it, you only uh it's an additive of that
2: in there with the other four i i see what you're saying okay it's it's really
4: but you know getting to the hunt and peck like you were talking about doing exhaust manifolds and whatnot you said this is the cheapest well it's only the cheapest if it actually fixes the problem yeah. So right. you know, an exhaust—I don't even know player.
2: why an exhaust manifold would work. Why, how, what does that have to do with lifter noise? What the hell? Where did you come up with exhaust manifold?
3: Well, because the, like I said, the air conditioning condenser would drain has the drain right above the exhaust manifold. Yeah. And that draining on it could crack the exhaust manifold. And when it warms up after that little bit of, of, of runtime, it will swell up. Or expand well, and, and then close yeah. that
2: crack. Yeah, but it's easy enough oh, to no. find a crack. Okay, an I, exhaust I, so an exhaust part. leak doesn't sound like a like a, a lifter tap. They're two different noises. Yeah, I
5: was just gonna say, is it coming from the top of the engine or from
2: underneath? right inside? Right. So, so you can pre- you know what these guys? If you go over to Kimmer or you go over to any of our experts on referralist.com, they will tell you within a minute of listening to that, what it is, or if you should be concerned. So my question is this, guys, weigh in. Everybody has a different way of doing it, but most people go start the car and take off immediately. In today's technology, oil might circulate faster. The oils, many of them synthetic, may stick around longer so you're not doing harm. When I was younger, it was drummed into my head Let the car warm up, not necessarily to full operating temperature, but give it a minute. Now, I don't know how you guys feel. We're going to find out coming right up. I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com. Now, he didn't do this and say talk about it, but he dropped by. Some gift cards for people. He wants to be anonymous. Never mind. Okay, so some anonymous person dropped by gift cards to be given out to people in need. That does it every year. And he does it every year. And um, anyway, so uh, he wants to remain anonymous. So I'll say anonymous man, the real estate man. By the way, if you're looking to buy or sell real estate, you won't find anyone better. 303 not three Oh three. Oh my goodness. Three oh three nine two zero sixteen twenty two. 1622. Do you ever have something you do every single day? And then all of a sudden, boom, you can't remember a three oh three nine two zero sixteen twenty two. Let me explain something to you about Frank Duran, the real estate com. He truly uh, does so much throughout the year. We don't even talk about for charity. He does. And, uh, I'm sorry, Frank, for, uh, disclosing that. Um, when it, Like, I would sit down on my computer and hammer out my Google password a thousand times. And then the thousandth and first time, I, I, I swear, sometimes I go, what? And it's not, it doesn't come to me. I don't know what that is. Uh, well, Brain fart. And don't say old age, because I'm tired of those jokes. Here's what I do want to say, though. My password is tricky. It's capital P A. SSW0RD for password. I don't put the O in there. So I am really, do you think it's cool? Capital P A S S W rd Now, here's what I think I'm going to do for the new year because people said, Tom, you've had that password for years. So I'm going to change it to capital P A and instead of SS, I'm going to have dollar sign, dollar sign, W-0-R-D. And then if I want to go to level six encryption, I'm going to put an explanation point at the end. So anyway, nobody's going to mess with me. Three zero three seven one three. talk Let's seriously go to the phones and find out what Debbie wants. Debbie, welcome to the show. And then I asked a question before the yeah. break. What was that question? And do you have an answer? Do you have a quick? Do you remember the question? Do you have the answer? Yeah,
4: do, do I warm up a vehicle?
2: Do you is it necessary not that- to the
4: extent that you used to, but it still does make a
2: difference. They, why why is it not so it, necessary anymore? Just
4: because of the way vehicles are designed now, the way the engines are designed, they're mu- running much much better. Now, that being said, when they're cold,
2: you're a- running and the, in the pumps a, are better and the oils are better, everything's 100%. better. So it circulates faster. Right. So
4: and they do everything they can actually to heat that vehicle up as quickly as possible because you get better fuel economy and everything else once it's up full operating temp
2: but you w- would you do you and 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 debbie I, I i'm not forgetting about you but when you start it up do you sit there for a half a tick
4: i'll sit there for 15 or 20 seconds you know as far as my- mark do you only if i'm waiting for something to defrost
2: okay so dano so, uh
6: when i had the turbo i did for there because the turbo you should let <clears throat> it warm up a little bit
0: it would be the same as an. I engine, doubt right? that's in any manual. Are you saying in the manual it says it that?
6: Sure did, especially cooling down. Also, yeah, definitely uncooling down. You gotta- You know what?
2: Cooling I down. I never thought to look because we have a turbo. Man, now. Man, cooling down is almost as important as uh, heating up. And how many people do that? Now, when you say cooling down, does it really call for a cooling down period when you turn that engine off? Especially you're, with if a turbo. Hard.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, what is you don't it? even
4: have to be running hard. You're taking a highway trip. You've been out there for you know an hour and you pull over to get some fuel. You pull up to that station, shut it off. All that oil sitting inside no, that I know. turbo is
2: cooking. So why wouldn't they have a sensor that trips it off? You can buy you. some aftermarket. So you turn it off and walk away. There
4: are aftermarket products that do that. There's
2: now, I know in some Mercedes... Um, you would turn it off and hear an electric motor or something keep going. Maybe that's a circulator. This was a long time ago. Maybe they don't do that anymore. So, Debbie, what's going on with your Jeep?
7: I need a clock spring, and it's on recall, and it's been on recall, I believe, since.
2: um, Now, is it it an issue where you can't drive?
7: Um, The horn doesn't work anymore, and um, the light's blinking at me. The airbag doesn't work. And the next thing is, is the steering wheel won't turn.
2: Wait a minute. What do you mean once it won't fails, turn? What do you mean? What do you completely. mean the steering wheel doesn't turn? You can only go straight.
7: No, 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 no. It the steer. That is the next thing that goes. It's 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 a clock spring, so it controls your airbag, and it's on recall. But the company that Jeep used for the recall went bankrupt. So every time I take it in somewhere, they say they have the part. And they how old is that it. Jeep? And they end up. My Jeep is a 2010.
2: All right. So, no, it can be serious. You don't have a horn right now, and you don't have an airbag on either side?
7: Right. I have – they replaced the airbag on the passenger side, but they haven't replaced the driver's side. They say they don't
2: have it. And the thing they actually need is called a what? Clock Clock. spring. Spring. What is that? It's
4: inside the steering column so that when you're turning Mm -hmm. it, the the vehicle knows how – much you've turned it but
2: why would that have anything
4: to do with an airbag it does have to do with the airbags if if the wheels get hit hard enough and it jars it to one end or another it'll deploy the airbags just off of that but when that spring pops it's going to disable that system
2: so what do you do i mean you must have had people with uh, 2010 jeeps what do you do i is it available in the aftermarket if you tried somebody other than the dealer
7: yeah, what I've done is I went to different places, and um, I've actually, you know, you put in your vehicle information so that you, it's um, compatible, uh-huh. and it just tells me when I'm looking for Clock Springs, it says that this this Clock Spring is not compatible with your 2000.
2: But what um, I want to know is before how before. many people are affected by this that have no there's a
7: lot. If you go to like, the are we forums, talking? Mi- are we talking millions? No, not millions, but a lot of them. Sometimes they get them, and sometimes they don't. Is what I've been told. And Jeep told me that they would inform me when they would get them. Chrysler's recalling
2: certain model years, which, by the way, mm-hmm. they they say is not yours. But um, uh, right-hand drive, right-hand drive. What the hell is right-hand drive? <laughs> so I, I wait. I, okay, the clock spring assembly may become contaminated, and it and, uh, and your bag. airbag circuit will fail. I mean, this must be That's what it. we're talking about. How many clock spring recalls can there be? And you're saying that you don't have it available. Okay, so here's what I want to know. Uh, okay. In your mind, you rehearsed, you were, you're pissed off and you're telling people about it. So if you could wave your magic wand, what do you think? So Tom, this clock spring is a recall and they're not available, therefore, you fill in the blank. Therefore, therefore if
7: I could find someone to replace it, I would pay for it just for the safety purpose of it all.
2: Okay, so you're saying even if it's not done through Chrysler, you want it done because of safety Please. and you're willing to pay. Okay, because some people would say, therefore, I think the manufacturer should buy the car back. Or therefore, I think, you know, they should do something or provide a rental. And, and are you the original owner? I am. How has it been for you, this Jeep? Awesome. What model do you have?
7: I have a. Uh, it's the Wrangler Sport XL.
2: Oh, man. So that's a, what I call a Jeep Jeep. And um, yeah. they're cool. They're really cool. And, you know, you're going to be shocked at how much you can sell that for compared to what you bought. No. F- What's that?
7: I said, I know, but I'm not selling it. So I would prefer to fix it.
2: How it's many miles on it?
7: it? It has 104.
2: OK, so I'm going to uh, have uh, Jeff Vick look for aftermarket. And uh, and That'd we're gonna great. we're gonna call some of our other shops. Suzanne, get her number, okay? Get her number so we can get back to her. And then we're going to put out the word to our experts on aftermarket clock springs. Or if anyone listening has a line on clock springs, let us know. Three zero three seven one three talk. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Every once in a while, our YouTube channel gets nixed because I let the bumper music go a little too long, and they say copyright. So we need to do original bumper music, I think. I'm going to do it. I've discussed I on air ask, before. I'm going to ask local bands to submit bumper music. I'm not kidding. And then coming back from the break I'll say and that was so and so let's mean, do it i see bumper music i thought you were talking theme song well that would be cool too but that i that gets us sometimes i've been using help for a long in time in fact
0: if you ask dan i would guess we have more problems with help than any other song
6: or we try to play
2: something and in... okay for some reason. so let's do uh, local bands come up with a song to open the show i could sing music. during intros oh, okay. and umper bumper music Let's do it. I want to just get this done. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. David's got a problem with his Ford Focus settlement problem. And what is happening with you, David? And I'm putting out the call for anyone who has that clock spring or they can source a clock spring for Jeeps on recall, and they're they're hard to get. Okay, David, Ford Focus, what year?
8: 2013.
2: What's going on with it, man? Well... Uh this has been
8: one of those lemons you might say from the word go. Uh it keeps having a same problem with the transmission module or whatever. Did you have it from new?
2: Yes. Okay. So it's what's what's the, the symptom the of this? Five times. What's the symptom of this problem? This problem basically
8: for some reason a software glitch or whatever causes the whole thing to
2: lock up and it Requires it to be towed back. So when you're driving, does it ever happen in midstream while you're driving?
8: It's. I bought it for my son,
2: and it has caught him in the middle of traffic twice. Wait, does it like come to a screeching halt? Is it the transmission? You're driving along at forty. You're driving along at forty or fifty, and it goes "Ah," and locks up.
8: It yeah, it comes down to a complete uh, dead. It's like someone turned off the engine.
2: Oh, I get it. Now, I mean, not that that's good, but it's better than just locking up in midstream, but it's still bad. I mean, uh, is this a recall? It has been a recall several times. Okay. So where do you stand on the recall?
8: Uh, we, we've taken it in each time. And have they and done the they, recall? They do us. They've done a software update. They've done a module replacement and uh, we still have issues from time to time. Okay
2: therefore you want what
8: well years ago a couple years back they sent a letter to my son about a settlement on it okay he mentioned it briefly but because he was going to school he did not follow through with it and i want to find out where
0: that uh thing exists i've been is told it the transmission company, issue the power shift transmission recall
8: it is a module from my understanding i don't
2: Uh, this is the only one that comes up it's the power shift transmission settlement that's i I can only think i mean when when i googled it and i got the same thing mark did that's really what they're That's the very first thing that comes up and then after that it everyone's asking about this ford settlement i in fact we can see no other settlements so it must be that one but here's what okay you're you're asking if there was a settlement, are we part of it? And if we're part of it, what do we do? Okay? So this website seems to have it all, and we can go and look at it, and we can call a Ford dealer too. But basically, it's a class action. And um, uh, please be aware that claims will not be processed or paid until the effective date. Now, listen to this. This is very recent. So this can't be something. This just happened. Okay. Wait, no, no, let's see. No, I'm, the affected vehicles though, are older. Okay. The settlement is somewhat new. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's probably uh, still fresh enough to get something done. In some class actions, your rights expire if you don't sign up. Let us bone up on this. Was he the
0: original purchaser? Yes. Was he? I am the original purchaser. Yeah, it okay. hasn't been six yeah. years since you bought it, because that's the biggest deadline I'm reading. You had six years. It's 6 years. We're
6: right at the 6 years.
0: Yeah, 6 years is a deadline according to this. He's you know brought it in
6: several times.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. And your remedies are your remedies are a cash payment of up to
2: 2300. You know, Dan, when I say it doesn't matter, if he actually never made uh, an application for this recall and he went into dealers, they, they could say you you missed your deadline. If there's no record of him going in for this recall, so, it, well, and it's a settlement. It's a settlement, Dan. I mean, that's it, what I it mean. is, what settlement, it is, not a recall settlement. OK, uh, let. do we have a Ford dealer we can talk to worth the damn? I think Daft does. Maybe Let's, there's one up in Longmont. Yeah, right. Hold on. Hold on. Let's find out about this settlement. Ben, and this is Jackie and Lori. What are three people calling about?
9: Hi, good morning, Tom. Hey,
2: what's um, going on?
9: So um, I'm Lori, and my friend Jackie has a son, Ben, who is 19, and he recently replied to um, an ad regarding a vehicle wrap.
2: Okay. And,
9: um, they sent him a check for $3,500 and requested him to cash it.
2: Of course, and send some of the money back to, or to pay for the wrap, and, and then did he do it?
9: No. We, I, oh, I, I told thank you goodness. It probably. Thank Probably you. A scam and we asked to call you.
2: Thank you. Whenever. And I don't care where, who, when, how, unless it bears the name and the person Jesus Christ or similar you will never have a legitimate check where you cash it and they want money to go back ever it's a scam and and here's here's the thing it takes on all shapes and sizes for example hey we're doing a secret shopper we're going to give you money to shop you send this money back and keep this money for yourself or or you use this money to shop and or you know, whatever you name it it's always involving the same basic mode to, to transfer they give you a check which is a bad check but it's good enough to get through the initial screening process so this boy would have gotten money and sent back money and then the check would have been recalled or bounced and he would be responsible for payment i am so happy he didn't do it. So what they said was, let me get it straight. We're going to send you a check for 3500 You need to use some of this to get the vehicle wrapped, right? Correct. And that's some of it. And, and here it is. I have the check. Thank you, Dano. It's 3500 from from Five Star Credit Union. Now, by the way, here's another thing. It could be a real check. In some cases, they actually scam businesses and get real checks. And so you check the check and the check is real, but they didn't issue it and it comes back anyway. So even if the check is is a real check, it may still be a fraud. But let's talk about how can they do this? Well, banks under federal law must give you provisional credit for a cash check. They used to hold checks until they cleared. Clearing took 21 to 30 days uh, or longer. But People didn't want to wait for their money. So the government said, you must give people access to that money in three days. Therefore, uh, people think it cleared, and it did not clear. It's called provisional credit. Now, 21 days, some people hold it and say, Tom, I know it's not a scam. I'm going to hold it 21 days to prove it. Still, it doesn't prove it. In fact, that check can be presented for collection up to seven years. And so they sometimes put a wrong routing number on it. So it goes to a dead file where it's investigated and that could take months and months and months. So don't ever depend on a check ever, ever being good. That's it. Don't, don't depend on it. And don't ever take money that you must send a portion of it back ever now, the only way this could be done, to I shouldn't even say it because a, a legit place won't do it. They're not gonna overpay you and have you send money back. So I shouldn't even bother telling you that wire transfers could be done in different things because no matter what, you have to give people access to your bank account for wire transfers. And that's uh, once you give people your uh, checking account, you're done. For example, if, this, if there's another scam where they might send you a check that you, got, you cash and that gives them your routing number on the canceled check and your account number and they go in and wipe you out. But this one is a clear cut scam. And I'll bet you that young man was really looking forward to it. How much was he going to get to keep?
9: Um, it doesn't really say. I don't think.
2: Let's see, it In says here, it says uh, text, oh, and you text this number. Hold on, I want to read about it during the break, and then let's see if we can play along. My pappy said, son, you're going to
10: drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln.
2: Hi, I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255, thehormonebros.com, for biot treatment and more, for hormones and for supplementation of your other hormones, and they also do fillers for your face. Listen, you know, I don't know how you feel about cosmetic procedures, but if they're done right, hey, more power to you, who cares? I'm not gonna sit in judgment of people who get fillers. Some fillers are very natural looking, Juvederm, for example. And if you do a collagen thing, Um, meaning stimulate your collagen. You do that with a thread lift. The thread lift gives you immediate results in certain areas. It's only a, a few hundred dollars for a thread lift. And then while your face is lifted temporarily with that thread, real collagen is stimulated to grow back. And so it becomes a permanent procedure to the extent, you know, that your normal collagen deteriorates anyway, but it's way better than a filler. And then, of course, BioT is wonderful for men and women for testosterone and estrogen, and they also do thyroid. It's thehormonebros.com. They're really good people. All right, so what happens when there is a recall item? The guy, he's not on the line still, but we looked into that one, and we probably should talk to him. He's got a 2013 Ford Focus. Now, listen to this. The transmission module that he was talking about has a recall. If he is within six years, he will get a cash settlement. Now, he may not like that because they don't have it available, but that cash settlement turns out to be about the value of the car, right? So you don't have to give up your car. You take the cash settlement, you still have the car.
0: Or they give you a coupon that's worth about $4,500 towards a new Ford.
2: Okay, either one is a good deal. Either one. Yeah, they're all right there. They're all the same cash value. So I think you should take that. Now I don't know if he's listening. I hope he is because he he hung up. But that's the deal. You, uh, but it must be in a six-year window. So about this time of the year in 2013. Please look up your purchase. Yes.
6: Do, do they get to keep the car on that?
2: Yeah. Not in the trade-in. If you take the 2300 in cash, they take
0: the car. Oh, I, okay. no, I didn't know that. Are you sure? Oh, they... Oh, no, 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 no. They'll either give you market value, which they take the car, of course. Right. They give you the 2300 You know, I don't know. Okay. It, it would be the same thing, though. What's it, what's it matter? It's still all worth the same. Not... If the vehicle's only worth 2300 or if they give you 2300
2: Well, here's the bottom line. We found it to be a fair settlement. I'm gonna read it again. Okay. Now you got me uh, perplexed. What about this rap? Okay, we looked into this off the air. We have uh, some people who trace this down out of San Francisco and and Clara uh, Claire Hayes or, or or whatever it is, uh, Clara Hayes, all mm-hmm. over the internet as a scammer. Um, it's a vehicle rap scam. The check. Here's what they want. They want to know it was deposited and funds are available. Then they're gonna have you send money back. And I'm glad you called, Lori. Now you think Ben and Jackie, they'll believe you, right?
11: Oh, yeah. They're
12: sitting right here listening.
2: Good. Thank goodness that you didn't do anything with that. I was going to try to call or text this number to see what they say. Um, if, if Who did they contact? The, the young man or the mom? Ben,
9: ben you contacted them, correct? Ben, ben found an ad that they had placed, and he contacted them, and then they've been corresponding with him.
2: I would like Ben, he should te- text them saying I deposited the money and funds are available. If they want proof, I'd say, look, I didn't know how to do that. I don't really don't know how to do that. I've never sent the photo. I know whatever, just play dumb, but just see what they say. Would you do that for us, Ben? That would be fun. I mean, they're not going to do anything to you. They all, you know, we're going to make sure you don't give them any personal information. I. I would do it. I would like you to to see what response you get. I want to see what they say to do. I'd say, okay, the money was deposited, and uh, the my bank says because it's been three days or whatever, I can get I can get the funds. What do I do now? That's what I'd say. And and then make up an excuse why you're not going to send them a deposit slip. Let's hey, get that done.
0: Hey, that Ford deal, real quick. He's too late. He did not opt in on time, which was September. 5th of 2017 he's cooked no matter
2: what. oh man that sucks but I I would argue that you're still damaged I'm sorry I'd still do an yeah, individual case he doesn't case. have to be part of the right. class exactly we learned that he doesn't have to be part of the class if he wants to talk about that he can call back I'm Tom Martino we have a lot more show to go
0: this is the Troubleshooter Show Help. Now,
2: Tom Martino, the troubleshooter. Tom Martino here. Welcome to the show. 303-713-TALKS. 713-8255. Here to help you solve your problems, answer your questions, and take your complaints. Let's get Jeff from City Lock on. I have a question about a key fob I'd like to find out. All right? You're listening, right? Okay, I guess they are, somewhat. Okay, yeah, can't get, it's funny when you're on the air, you can't get the attention of people and you, hey, the studio's on. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay. All right. 303-713-TALK is our number. Let's talk now. Hardy sounds like he has a serious problem. Today is car day. That means if you have a car problem, it's a great day to take it. We we don't just do car problems. And uh, if you want to learn about the show, com about us and all that, com. So uh, what's going on, Hardy? This is not
13: about a car. This is about a a motor- uh, uh- real estate yeah that's
2: going you can bad. you can call about anything you want we just emphasize cars on Friday, but go ahead with your problem what what's going on, hardy?
13: okay, we'll purchase a, a house back in twenty seventeen all right, we put our ten thousand dollars down you know For uh the
2: Hon gotcha For them
13: to hold.
2: that's earnest money a what and then what
3: money. right.
13: And then uh, they pushed it one ahead and, uh, and cashed it. We had a cashier's check that we presented to them.
2: Right. And did you put that with a title company? Uh, let
13: me see. I got the check handy here. Let me, let me see. Uh,
2: okay. That doesn't matter right this second. We'll we we'll find out. But, um, And this was in 2017, right? Yes, it is. So are you in the home? we're not
13: in the home the home that we it had contingents with us selling the house that we were in which we still in and was going to uh, sell that house and go into that house
2: okay there was a contingency
13: right
2: what did the contingency say well he already told us he had to sell his house but the important part is this why are you calling
13: i'm calling because they have put, they Didn't return our honest money
0: back. That's my question. Did the contingency say you had to sell your house at a certain price? No, no. You see what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I understand that. But but before this, it would be very rare to have a non-refundable contingency. But, Hardy, they, they, they didn't give your money back, but did they sell the house? Oh,
13: they ended up selling that house. Yes, they did.
2: When did they sell the house?
13: Oh, you got the date
2: on that? No, I don't need the exact date. Did they sell it that year, 2017 or 2018? Just give me the year. Sold it the time we were supposed to have got, it. So, in 2017, they sold it? For more than what they were going to pay for. And, and they sold it for more? Hardy? At first, they sold it for less than what we were supposed to get it for. And then,
13: since then, they have sold it for even more than...
2: But what does that mean?
13: How, how do they
0: sell it twice?
13: Well, they sold it to one party and another party ended up selling the house after they got it.
2: No, wait a minute. He, he's just saying it appreciated. That's all he's saying. There. But the builder did not sell it twice, right? The builder sold it for less than you were going to pay, right? That's correct. And then somebody came and bought it from them, uh, from the new owners, right? That's what you're saying. You're saying the house is worth more. But here's what I want to know. Just really simple answers. Why did they say they're keeping your money?
13: Because they insisted that we have a paper trail to prove that we had that kind of money. And I didn't see why that should have been unnecessary. No, what no, Hardy,
2: Hardy, that's what not my que- that Hardy, that's not my question. Okay, just- it's a very okay. simple question. You paid okay. them $10,000 in a check, and why are they not giving it back?
13: They said that they needed a paper trail to prove that we had that kind of money. Hold on. So
2: they're, hold on. They're asking you to prove that you put $10,000 in. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have a receipt for the $10,000? We do have a receipt for the $10,000. You do have a receipt. We do. And when you show them the receipt, what do they say? they said we forfeited they said we forfeited. oh okay uh, they said you forged it what about forfeited it okay did they say you forfeited it yeah. yes yes in other words you voluntarily gave it up that's what they're saying yes. oh okay now how did they say you gave it up that that you just just said here keep it it's a gift or did they say it was non-refundable hardy i need to know what they're saying
13: They said that they needed a paper
2: trail to. Uh, Hardy, uh, I don't need to hear that again. Hardy, Hardy, let's say, what difference does a paper trail make if they say you forfeited it? Forfeited it. What what difference does it make? They're saying they're say on one hand you're telling me that they want you to prove it. On the other hand, when you show them the receipt, they're telling you you lost it and they're keeping it. Why? Are they keeping it? It's a simple question. They must have said to you something like, hey, Hardy, you signed a non-refundable agreement. Or, hello, Hardy, uh, we're doing it because we're criminals. I mean, what reason are they giving you for keeping the money? I don't want to hear about a paper trail. Why are they keeping the money? I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. No, no, you Tom. never asked them. You Tom. never said, "Hey, can I have my money back?" No,
6: they, they said that they told yeah. them that they need the a paper back. trail of the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Otherwise, it could have been stolen money. Is while they looked at it.
2: Well, it, Hardy, is that what they're saying that they they don't believe the money was yours? Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. Yes. Okay, so so now that's a whole different story. They're saying they got ten grand. Yes, Hardy, we got ten grand, and yes, Hardy, you gave us ten grand. But how do we know it was your money? Is that what they're doing? That's what they're doing. Okay. Why the hell would that matter? If you, if it's not up to them to figure out where you got that money, that's what I don't even understand. That sounds like a scam to me. What's the name of the home builder? Century Communities. Is it CENTURY as in C-E-N-T-U-R-Y? That's correct. Okay, now, where are they located? Uh, Let's see. I don't need the street, I just need to know what city. Let's start with the planet, it's Earth, it's in the United States, where in the United States? They're everywhere, bro. Okay, where are you located? This one is
13: located in Aurora. Green Valley. Green, oh, Green,
2: Green Valley Ranch area. All right. Um, can you show us your receipt for that? Do you have that, Deputy Dan? It sounds like you may have talked to him.
6: I talked to them. They were going to send me this contract that says.
2: I want the contract. What does the contract say?
6: I've got it. Not haven't seen anything. You know,
0: these guys have communities everywhere. It's hard to believe they'd be doing this. Hardy? I think they
2: are. In Colorado, there's no non refundable earnest money unless you make it non refundable for a very specific reason. In other words, it usually errs on the side of the consumer. Even with non refundable contracts, you can often get your money back unless it's written in a certain way, and I don't want to go over that right now, but what I want to say is they have to, they have to do some pretty heavy stuff to keep that money. Why have you waited for two years to start complaining about this?
13: We, we didn't wait two years. We tried other means of trying to get this money back.
2: What other means did you try? We went to a company called Baker & Williams. And what's that? I get. Let me guess. They took money from you and probably did nothing.
13: Uh, they took a a well community service. I mean, Bacon Williams took money uh, from us as means of trying to get this money back
2: from Century. How -hmm. much money did this law firm take? Uh, fifteen hundred dollars. And did they say that's all spent, or can you get it back?
9: They
13: didn't. uh get it back he didn't have We to get can't get it back because it's so checked out that they were not they were not qualified illegally in, uh, in Colorado.
2: Yeah, you you but fell, fell for another scam. Yeah. So, listen, Hardy, you fell for yeah. another scam. So here's what I want to do when we come back. I want to talk to your wife, okay? Because she's the one talking to you anyway, and then you're talking to me. It's very awkward. I want to talk to your wife. I want to help you. This sounds. Uh, And not like a scam. I mean, this century, they're not going to scam and lie and cheat. But something is wrong. Something is wrong. Hi, Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. GenesisTotalExteriors.com. Just put on the end of that, total exteriors and interiors. GenesisTotalExteriors.com. Also interiors, baths, kitchens, basements. I like having companies you can trust because it's very, very important. You hear on this show all the time people being cheated. GenesisTotalExteriors.com. Speaking of cheating, um, what did Century Communities do with this guy's 10 grand? Usually, let's just put it this way: Usually there are no non-refundable earnest money deposits in Colorado normally. And when they you do have a non-refundable, it has to be written a certain way. I don't want to get into those details, but here's what I want to say. Hardy put down 10 grand, he says, and he can't get it back. They sold the house. He didn't sell his house in time. It was back in 2017. And for whatever reason, they've had his money. Now, he shouldn't have to show where the money came from. By the way, what he was talking about, which is called derivation of funds or source of funds, is to qualify for a loan, they want to make sure you didn't borrow the money or didn't, uh, that you have skin in the game. So they want to know where did this money come from. If it was a gift, they want to see a gift letter, blah, blah, blah. But that has no bearing whatsoever on getting your earnest money back. And I want Sentry to know that. But Mark's been looking into this. The question is, why would Sentry Community keep $10,000? It just doesn't seem like it's worth it. They're a big company. Why would they keep it, Mark? They're go- The couple is going to email me in the next 10
0: minutes. So let's go back to it after the next break. I've got some information we have to look at first, but... Not only are they a big company, they're publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. So I, this is very strange, but we'll have some answers
2: soon. We had a question from someone off the air, Jeff. Jeff is with City Lock in Boulder. He is on the referral list at com. He's also one of our experts. What would cause a guy to go through key fob batteries every four to six weeks?
14: Oh, a number of things. Uh, one... The thing could have gotten wet.
2: And what happens then?
14: Well, it's electronic circuitry that's not protected. It's not conformal coated.
2: Um, uh, okay, so what, reason, would, what would happen? What would happen? Would it cause shorting, which gradually... Yeah,
14: you, you can get a small short to ground or something. You could also get the plastic shell to be damaged, and one of the buttons could be rubbing, so when they press it, it's being held down. Yeah. Most newer ones shut, the signal will stop after five seconds or whatever. But others, if the thing is held down, that will drain the battery.
2: Now, uh, um, Deputy Dan, did this person also say when they approach the car, it does something weird when you press it?
6: No, but when it goes down a little bit, then when he tries to turn it on, the,
2: the uh, lights flash
6: lights flash and it won't start, like it's getting stolen.
2: Oh, okay. So listen, Jeff, uh, uh, people don't probably realize this, That wet will hurt a fob because looking in the snow, look at all the wetness we get on a fob. They're not sealed? No. Gosh.
14: Two things they'd be is unbreakable plastic and waterproof. They're
2: neither. Now, tell me about replacing a fob. What car is this, Dan?
6: 2011 Hyundai.
2: So a 2011 Hyundai, roughly what would it cost to replace that? uh if you give me one moment i'll look that up yeah
14: i don't know that one off the top of my head oh is man it part of the key or is it separate
2: is it part of the key yeah, well there's a key with it no what no, i mean it's, by is, itself. it's a part it's by of itself. the key
6: oh yeah, no, no 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 it's part of the, it's separate
2: okay the key doesn't jut out from it all right okay, so what's that
14: year again 2011
2: yeah so listen bottom line uh is it 500 dollars well, I'm going to tell you, Hyundai what? What model? Oh, man. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Yeah, we get. We need to do this quickly, Jeff. This is not well, good radio. I do everything precisely. Good. All right, dare. He's going to do that precisely on hold, and then we'll come back to him later. 303-713-TALK. Mike, what's going on with you? Hey, my, uh, Tom, I appreciate the phone call. What's uh, happening?
10: Well, I was in a workplace injury on Monday. I broke my ankle. Um, I... uh, And they're doing workman's comp. I'm not sure exactly how this works. Um, I just, do I need to get an attorney for this?
2: Well, normally, Um, normally a worker's comp attorney will get you more money faster and better than you can on your own. But there are times when, you know, it's so simple and so easy, you don't need one. And a good attorney tells you that. A good attorney says, you know what? You really don't need me. Now, who do we have for workers? We have Cliff Henton, is really good. Ben Danelli. We have Ben Danelli. So what, Mike, tell me what the issue is.
10: Well, uh, I'm a CDL truck driver, and I work for a pallet company out of Denver. Okay. And I went and hit, hooked up to a trailer, and I took it to the yard, and I walked back to the doors to open the doors uh, and as I did that, all the pallets in the back fell out back on top of me and, uh, broke my right ankle. And, uh, i I'm, this happened on Monday and at the time, yeah, my leg was sore. I didn't really have any other pain, but the next few days following, man, I feel like I got ran over by a, by a car. Did
2: man. you file? First of all, did you file a, a case? Did they open a case?
10: Yes,
0: sir. What's the prognosis? Did they say like you're going to be out for a month or what?
10: Well, I got to go to the orthopedics today to look at my ankle.
2: Is this directed by the company or your own? The company. Okay. So, if I were you, the
10: company are being really cool about it. I don't want to have any problems or a really I know company.
2: I know. If I were you, I would consult an attorney for a free consultation and ask them, Do you think this is big enough? where an attorney could make a substantial difference. A really good attorney will tell you the truth. I would wait till after you get the uh, diagnosis from the
0: surgeon, though. Meaning? Okay, meaning, hey, is it even dead. broke? Is it just cracked? Or, you know, uh, this is well, the, the um, this is the company, the doctor. Where, yeah, but the first thing they're going to do is tell them, you know, what's wrong with them. Or, yeah, and well, you can always get...
10: Per, go ahead. They've already said that my ankle's broke. It needs surgery. When I went in, to, took the ambulance ride to the no but we but no he's talking
2: it. about the workers comp doc which is really not a workers okay. comp doc but it's the company doc it's the one they're using yeah. so go to that doctor okay. that's a that's good advice get that diagnosis for uh, first then go to an attorney okay. with the diagnosis wouldn't you say though the bottom line is this if you just have a broken bone it happened at
0: work they're going to pay for all medical expenses you're going to get paid for the yeah. time off when you can go back to
2: work you can go back to work and it's done well, an attorney will tell you that. If no, it's no, that but easy. I'm saying that's how it should go. That's exactly. Or here's where problems come up. Let's put it this way problems come up when, most of the time in workers' comp. It's getting the case open. Once they open it and you go to a doctor, the biggest problem is what's called maximum medical improvement and impairment rating. In other words, when you go to, when you are off, or when you are getting treatment, even if you're not off, the doctor says you're at maximum medical improvement. You won't get any better. You're either like you were before the accident or as good as you're going to get. If you're not like you were before the accident, then there's an impairment rating. Are you one? Are you 98% of what you were? Are you 95? This is where attorneys come in and earn their money. So really... When you get a diagnosis, a good attorney like Cliff Enton or Marco Bendinelli, you look at our our website, they will look at you and say, okay, in these cases, we usually find a really big battle under maximum medical improvement. Or they might say, these are usually slam dunks, and it's a schedule anyway, and the most you're going to get is this anyway, you don't need me. Really, that's what a good attorney does. And for the most part, I hate to say this,
0: I I might disagree with the amounts you get paid, but for the most part, the workman's comp system is pretty tight. It is what it is. When you say tight, you mean
2: skewed toward the worker or toward the No, employer? neither.
0: I'm saying generally it does Do you like what the it's system? No, I can't stand it because if you lose a hand, you get X amount. Yeah. There, there are certain
2: things that aren't there, but it is pretty cut and dry. All right. We have more coming up. And Jeff Rosen, City Lock, will tell us the approximate cost of replacing that one key fob for our caller who basically has a fob draining batteries. And then he has something else to tell us. I think he has a Christmas special, I hope. Hi, Tom Martino, your Troubleshooter 303-713-TALK. Jeff Rosen with City Lock of Boulder, our expert on key fobs and keys, and also, of course, regular locks for your house and car, too, not just just for uh, the cars, but for houses. Jeff, so about this guy that keeps having a drain on his battery in the key fob. The key fob is obviously shorting out or something, and people need to know this that they can short out, and you shouldn't get them wet. And I I never knew that. I actually have had snow all over mine and never worried about it. But I guess I should start worrying. How much does it cost to replace that one particular one he called about it?
14: Okay, $125 for the unit and $50 for programming.
2: Okay, so $175.
14: (laughs) What's that? Normal price. But if he takes advantage of the deal today, we'll save some money.
2: What's the deal?
14: Okay, the deal is... Very quickly, they have to make reservations to hold the deal. Make reservations by Saturday midnight on our website, uh, calling us any which way. And then so what happens? Name the phone number.
2: If they make a reservation before Sunday midnight, did you say? Saturday midnight. Saturday midnight. What do they get?
14: Okay. They bring their car to City Locket, 2898 30th Street here in
2: Boulder, and
14: we're going to add keys, remotes, fobs, whatever the car takes. Any brand of car that we support, and we would support virtually everything. Yeah. And they'll get $5 off any traditional key that has a chip in it, $10 off any key with a chip that has a remote in the head of it, and $25 off any remote that works with a push-button or twist-knob keyless ignition. And since that's not enough off already
2: yeah I was gonna say it diagnostic may it may make up for the gas for going to Boulder but then right, what but
14: then they gotta save more money
2: the diagnostic tool programming will be free okay now that's worth it okay that's good that's good Jeff so five dollars off a key ten dollars off a little more twenty can you have a repeat that offer no I'm not but it's five ten or twenty five dollars off plus here's the big thing programming is free city lock of Boulder so it's it's uh three oh three four 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 zero seven. Four 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 four
0: four 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 four
6: four 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 four
2: four 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 four
6: four 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 four
2: four 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 four
15: four 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 four
2: four 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 four
15: four 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 four
2: four 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 four
15: four 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 four
2: four 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 I appreciate that. I'd ask for his website right now. It's on our referral list at referralist.com. But, but you don't have
15: I, ten minutes. I don't have the rest of the time. Find out what his website is and give it to us, please. No, there are a lot of people that want to replace. They want to replace uh, their fobs. Or yeah, fix all them. kidding aside, at the dealerships. That's a
2: three four hundred dollar no, key. No, way You look at it. It is. I mean, you're saving a lot of money. Yes, Suzanne? It's citylockusa.com. citylockusa.com. Thank you. So that's a you just have to reserve this deal uh by Saturday midnight and if you do then you get uh that uh, uh, offer a 510 and 25 off plus the big thing which is free programming. Kirk, what's going on with your roof? Yeah, Tom, hey. um in this last snowstorm I uh I got two leaks in my roof, and the water's coming through, so I um, called my insurance. They're going to pay for the damage, but they're not going to pay to have the roof fixed. um, Hold on a sec. You have a leak in your roof. Oh, yeah. I know why. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, that's easy. Because um, you're talking about your insurance company now, or are you talking about the uh, roofer? Well, the insurance company I called first, and they said they won't cover the roof, but they'll cover the damage from the water. That's exactly right. that's right. So I called. I called the roofing company. I've called them since starting Monday, all um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah. And I get an answering machine. What's the name of the roofer, the Kirk? Great American Roofing and Restoration. And what is your warranty? Um, I signed this contract seven twenty four eighteen. What was it, it What says, uh, What I is the uh, five year? Five year against what? Yeah. Um I think it's
15: against uh materials and labor. Do you Did do you wait? Least... Do you
2: have the do you have a warranty? Literally that you're looking at or you're just speaking out of uh out of memory?
15: Um it says limited work workship warranty. Okay. So I, I mean I
2: think that is, would include just... that would include leaking and it was a five year a Five year deal, and all you want them to do is fix the leak. Now, you do understand why your insurance company is not finishing the leak, right? Or is not fixing it, right? Of course, because, yeah, yeah they, because
15: they put a new roof
2: on it's not an event, it's not like right. if something you know, like a rock fell off a, or, a, or something a tree fell on, it'd be different. Okay, Mark, what were you saying? Well, if
0: say? you don't get it fixed soon, they might not fix the rest of the damage that leak's causing. You got to stop the leak, yeah, that's true. Right. I-
15: Right, my my traveler's insurance is coming out um, next Wednesday to assess the damage. But I, th- you know, I've been calling the, the roofing company, and they don't—they just okay. Listen, machine every time I call. the
2: the point Mark is making, and I want to make this clear: um, even let's just say the roofer never calls you back, you can't keep the leak going, or your insurance will not pay for it. Once you become aware of it and have a reasonable time to fix it. You must do so or additional damage will not be covered. It's called mitigation of losses, which just means you know, reducing your loss. Now, here's the deal. So many people get so pissed off, they can't get the roofer out there that they let it go. But if it's an expensive repair, I can understand the reasoning. I want the guy to do it who put the roof on. He owes it to me. But there must be something temporary you can do, even if you put a tarp over it. So, so you put a tarp over if you know where it's leaking. Do you know where it's leaking from? Yeah.
15: One is the center uh, wall in the center. And then I've got the, uh, it's on the outside. It filled up and took out three. Do you
2: know where on the roof, treatment. do you know on the roof
15: where it's leaking? I just know where the water's coming through. Oh, I so so I'd he call, doesn't, I'd call
2: Excel. Yeah. You know, you may have to call another company, man, and take them to small claims court. Or or
0: at least pay them to make the leaking stop for now. You've got to do something, man.
2: Usually what they'll do, if they'll go up, do you have an open attic? Yes. Usually an open attic tells you where it's coming, usually, uh, if it's not hiding and going down a wall. So you might be able to see where it's coming in. And water can come in and travel down a rafter, down a truss, it can travel down a stud, it can travel across and down. It just takes a
0: path. And when you pick the restoration company who's going to come out and dry everything and fix it, even though the insurance is going to pay for it, go to ReferralList.com, right. pick a
2: good yeah. one that's yeah. not going to rip your face off. Just don't get don't get uh, ripped Again, okay, but I—you can't wait for this guy. Now you obviously called us for help, so we're going to call for you. I left them a message. Okay, good. Sometimes that'll shake things up. So the name of the company again, Kirk. I want everyone to hear it, and I want them to know we've been talking about him because what good is a company that doesn't live by its warranty? What's the name of the company? It's Great American Roofing and Restoration. Great American Roofing and Restoration. Hey, do good by your customers, huh? Do good. Do your warranty work. All my friends know the low rider. All hey, I'm pretty good at that, wouldn't you say? Hey, Ed, don't my you think low so? Low I actually Come
0: thought on. it
13: was the song. When you, you thought, that's what I'm
0: saying. If people get confused all the time. alright one three eight two five five. Tom, let's go to, uh, I, I'm still
2: waiting for the emails Why don't we from have that it? couple. Why don't we have it?
0: There was a little miscommunication. They're a little older. So we've got it handled now. We should have them soon.
2: Okay, that's good. Now, uh, Kathleen, Kathleen, hi. how are you? I'm right here. Okay, we need, hi, now, hi, I, hi. I don't hear you very hi. well. Kathleen, I don't hear you very well. Can you, uh, are okay. you driving or are you sitting there? Can you get no. off that, any headset or Bluetooth?
11: Yes, I'm not on anything. I'll come up to the top of the bear of the church.
2: You're fine, Kathleen. Kathleen. Okay. okay. So Kathleen, what's going on?
11: We, you know, we just did that big Thanksgiving outreach. We served over... 1900
2: meals. Yes. And by the way, Kathleen is with Pastor Lauren, his better half, and they uh, have a Bible, East Bible Baptist Church, and they feed people and they do wonderful work. And okay, so you had this big meal for Thanksgiving. What's going on?
11: Donna, Republic Services has not been here for three weeks.
2: Mark's favorite topic trash companies.
11: Yes. And now we have trash. Literally everywhere. And every day I get a promise they were supposed to be here yesterday. They're supposed to be here today. What
0: company
2: is it?
11: Republic.
2: Republic. I've never heard of them. Are they a big company?
11: Yes. Nationwide.
2: Republic Trash Recovery or whatever. Republic.
6: Right.
2: Now, who? uh, what did you say, Deputy Dan? What do you got?
6: I think they're buying up the smaller ones around here. So can we
2: can we light a fire? I'm gonna call right now. Yeah, we're gonna call right now. This is bad. While while you're on the line, Kathleen, when can the public help once again? I know you guys do a lot for the audience. What's your next thing going on? Christmas. Okay, and when are you feeding
9: people?
11: Uh, we're not feeding on that day. We're giving away uh, boxes on the Sunday. So we're feeding by giving boxes of food away
2: on the Sunday before Christmas, yes. and we're giving gifts. So is that Sunday the 22nd? Yes, sir. Okay. And how do people help you if you need, do you need food or stuff? Oh, uh,
11: Non-perishable food.
2: Non-perishable food. You're going to be but making up.
11: Not, a, not what, vegetables, like corn, canned or beans or peas. We have plenty of that. So what what would you else, need?
2: Give me an idea. Canned fruit?
11: Yes. Yes. Canned fruit, um, instant potatoes, cereal is another big one that we had to get. Um, you know, like even oatmeal, you know, anything like that. Okay. Uh, canned fruit is huge.
2: And you're making, and how many boxes do you normally give out for the holidays?
11: Um, well, right before Thanksgiving, we gave 64.
2: Okay. So, where do people find out where to drop it off?
11: Um, I need to give them my number so they can meet me at the church. Okay. The number is 303 916 3214.
2: Okay. So, it's 303 916 3214 to find out how you can contribute. They help many, 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 many people, and they don't take a dime for themselves. Rochelle's got a computer question. I'll give that number again for the uh, Bible uh, East Bible Baptist Church is 303-916-3214 to help out. So, Rochelle, what's going on?
11: Hi,
12: I'm calling. I'm able to call you because my manager's not here. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a computer question. Yes. Please, please. Okay, I have a HP laptop, wireless, and then my husband has a desktop. For whatever reason, whenever I change my background, color, picture, whatever, it changes his. What? And then, huh?
2: That's hard to believe. His desktop will change when you change yours on the laptop. Yes. But only when you do it, hold on, only when you're on the same Wi-Fi, right?
12: Yeah, well, I only have the one Wi-Fi. No, no but what I what I meant was Rochelle. I don't know.
2: Here's what I meant: if you changed, if you took your laptop to a Starbucks and you got on their Wi-Fi and you changed something on your computer, when you go home, is your husband's computer changed? Well, I don't
12: take my com- my laptop anymore. Yeah, I I,
2: I understand that, that, Rochelle. I just yeah. want. I'm trying to diagnose it. That's why I asked, Would it happen if you were on another Wi-Fi? But here's what we do know. You make changes and they happen on your husband's. Do all changes happen or just a few?
12: Well, a few from what I noticed, like for example, I was on his computer, I use it to print because it's hooked up to the printer and I've opened up my email. Well, ever since I've done that, my email notification, if I'm on his
2: computer right, and I don't you, log Hold computer, on, I- this is very queer. You hold on, we'll come right back to it. This is the Troubleshooter Show.
0: Help.
1: I need somebody Now,
0: Tom Martino, the troubleshooter Help
2: me if you can I'm feeling down And I do Hi, I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter Your consumer advocate fighting for you RenewHomeInnovations.com Is a company If you want a beautiful bathroom And especially a shower They specialize in this area I love companies that specialize and do awe-inspiring work RenewHomeInnovations.com and they have some incredible holiday specials to keep their crew working. So just give them a call and say, Martino says you have incredible deals on showers. And they have a good, better, and best. And the best is the best. That's something that, you know, I'm, it's breathtaking. 303-904-2000. 904-2000. Renewhomeinnovations.com. Rochelle has a weird computer uh, problem, but some people say it's not weird at all. Now, I'm not so familiar with PCs. I know a bit about them, but I assume they're PCs. Is that right, Rochelle? They're they're PCs, right? With a Windows platform? Now, I was told, and I don't know this, so I'm asking people familiar with Windows. There is a mirroring function where you can mirror your computer to another one. So if you have more than one computer, everything you do on one will be reflected on the other. Do you have that?
12: It's possible. I didn't per se set it up like that. I did accidentally, but not intentionally.
2: Okay, something could be changed. Uh So let's say you do this. Let's say you create a folder for your desktop and you write and the folder is for photos or the photo is for anything, just documents. And you put stuff in that folder on your desktop. Will that show up on your husband's computer?
12: No, it does not.
2: Only the settings.
12: Well, what's happening, because it was causing him to get angry at first, like I have a photo of my dog, so it would change his background on the desktop to my dog. Right. And then it gives email notification pop-ups.
2: Um, on his computer, but not uh, but not other things. Just the, it, 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 is it more than the desktop? What if you uh, you change the, the volume s- on the computer? Would the volume change on his computer? Rochelle, did she get disconnected? Were they the same Roselle? logins? Did She's not the there s- anymore. Did they use the same login? No. Okay, she is. I'm sorry. She's cutting in. Mark, here's what she said. They're on the same Wi Fi network at home. She's never tried it anywhere else. She's never taken her computer somewhere. But they're
0: two different computers. Right. right? A
2: do you, laptop. I use the same login. A laptop and a desktop. Now, what do you mean the same login?
0: Like anytime I log into Windows, I put my username oh. and password.
2: Is your husband logged into his Windows, and are you logged into your Windows?
12: Now here's another weird thing. Yes, I have a login, but I didn't set it up that way. I was told when they worked on the computer that when it updated because they tried to take it off, when it updated at some point, it makes me log in.
2: Yeah, a lot of people so, don't like a lot of people don't like logging into their computer, but what we're asking is when you log into the computer, do you use a different name than your husband does? Yes. Okay. So, you log into yours, and he's logged into his. Correct. Okay, and I want to just hold on a sec and bring up Charlie Dunham from Colorado Computers. So, Charlie, Charlie's done a lot of work for us. Um, He does PCs, and he does Mac. Now, uh, also, Daphne, we may want to get a hold of uh, Mikey, Mikey Thomas. No? Would he know anything about this? Well, uh, he knows a lot, but... It, it, Okay, so Charlie, what would cause changes on her laptop to show up on the desktop? Here specifically, let me just give you an example. They're both on the same Wi-Fi at home. The husband is on his desk. She's on her laptop. If she changes the wallpaper to her dog, it changes on his computer.
16: Yeah, with Windows 10, um, they are both tied to the same Microsoft account. And there's some settings in Windows 10 that you can uh, synchronize backgrounds and and
2: um, things like that. Okay, but here, sort of that's cool. right. That That's what we were told, something called mirroring. But when she makes a folder on her desktop, it does not show up on his desktop.
0: It's just a sync function. There's actually an on
2: and off for syncing, right? But... I understand that. What I'm asking is, what does it sync? It seems to me that's... Just like
0: backgrounds and stuff like that.
2: But that seems weird to me that it wouldn't sync data. It doesn't sync... uh, Yeah, but Tom, um,
0: usually it's um, because you have a desktop at home, a laptop at work, and do whatever, and you want maybe your kids' pictures on all, but you have different programs on each, but you want the same look and feel.
2: So, can you literally select what you want synced and what you don't want synced? Yes, you definitely can. And if you don't turn on
16: OneDrive or don't put your stuff on OneDrive, then it won't synchronize the desktops or the documents or the pictures. Um, There's a separate place for synchronizing settings like backgrounds and colors and things like that.
2: Okay. So, you can synchronize everything or you can synchronize just your settings? Correct. Correct. Okay, but how would that have gotten clipped (laughs) accidentally?
16: Uh, By default, especially when Windows does these major quality updates, by default it tries to push you into the the whole synchronization.
2: Okay, that's probably what happened. She mentioned she had a few updates, and after an update, it may have synchronized their settings. Her best bet is to get her own Microsoft login. But she has her own, she said.
12: Yeah,
0: I'm the administrator. No, 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 no. They only have probably one Microsoft account. How would you explain that?
16: Right, uh, that's tough to explain. It's it, Windows 10 likes to tie you into the Microsoft account, um, mainly so that they can watch what you're doing. Hey, do you,
2: Charlie, <laughs> when they set, do the you have to up? have that at all? Can't you just operate your computer locally without a Microsoft tie-in? Yes, you definitely can. So if they set set them both up independently, it seems to me that would be fine without any logins. Well, not if they're using stuff like OneDrive. Yeah, I use, um, yeah, that's right, OneDrive, but I have just a OneDrive app. It doesn't do everything. It just does OneDrive. You can sign up for individual services if you want. But listen, here's the thing. Where are you located, Rochelle?
12: I live in Green Valley Ranch.
2: Okay, and... How important is this to you?
12: Well, it's not really important, but I'd like to keep our stuff separate. I have nothing to hide. If If you have nothing to hide,
2: here's the deal. Charlie, you might Uh be able to do something on the phone and walk them through it.
16: Yeah, either on the phone or I I can get
2: remoted into them and show them where those settings are. Why don't we try that? We'll hook you up off the air. Daphne, just give Charlie, uh, give them Charlie's information.
0: Yeah, um, most of the stuff he does, he can do remotely, and he charges a very good, honest amount. Oh, yeah, of he's very good at what he does.
2: Now, did we call the trash company?
0: Yeah, I did. They're escalating it right now. Republic is ginormous. I do believe there's a... You very... told
2: them it was a big church, or
0: not a big church, but a church. Oh, that they, had a lot they of... understand everything. I do believe it's going to be picked up today. I should have a verification very soon.
2: Lauren, will you let us know? Yes, we will. Okay. Thank you, Pastor Lauren. And uh, we will um, help you, uh, by the way, by telling people to, uh, to donate to East Bible Baptist Church. And the number, do we have that number handy? I, I didn't write it down. Again, I'll give it to, do you have it, Dan? Deputy Dan? Uh, For their food. Yes, They I do. give away food boxes of uh, non-perishable food. Uh, they give it away the Sunday before Christmas. And what's the number if they want to donate people?
6: 303-916-3214. Okay.
2: We have more coming right up.
10: Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the in my step. Hi, Tom Martino,
2: your troubleshooter 303-713 talk 713-8255. Okay. Let's talk about your problems, questions, and complaints, okay? Now, Simon put money down on a on an apartment he doesn't want it. Now, Simon, I need to know a few things before we get into this, okay? Ah, uh, so just tell your story.
17: Yeah, I, uh, basically, I put a deposit down. They're asking for a deposit up front to hold the place. Yeah, put, put six hundred down. While well, uh, we, the day of the signing of the lease, the night before, uh, my son's mom had looked up the reviews and stuff online and found out that they have a pest
2: problem. So, so you didn't, didn't had, sign. A, you didn't sign a lease. No. Now this deposit. When did you put the deposit down?
17: Uh, I put it down uh, about there's about a week ago on Monday.
2: okay, and when you put this deposit down, had you already applied and were approved? No, actually uh, my son's mom applied and she was uh,
17: denied because she didn't make enough money so she had asked me to go on the lease with her
2: to help her out which oh, you know I was okay it. so but this deposit. Was it in with a check?
17: No, actually it was uh, through a
2: ComData card. And what were the terms? Did you get a receipt? Uh, she got a confirmation number uh, sent to her email. Yeah, address. but what did they say to you? Did they say, oh, by the way, you need to put a deposit down to hold it? Is that what they said? Yeah. Okay. And that's all they said? There was no discussion as to refundability or anything? Yeah, no discussion. Well... Even if there was a discussion, most of the time, deposits are refundable unless there's an agreement. I mean, I don't see how they can assume they're going to keep it. But but what did they say when you said you didn't want it? What day was this? Was this right the day before you were going to move in, or when was it? It was the day of uh, us meeting up with them to sign the lease. But what does that mean? You were going to sign the lease and then move in when? Uh, This past Saturday. Okay. So was it for... uh, December 15th. When did your lease term begin?
17: Um, actually, we, we never really discussed all that.
2: What did it say on the lease? Did it say de- December 1st or December 5th? What did it say? The move in day was for December 2nd. Okay. So move in day was September 2nd. I mean, oh, December, yeah. I understand, December 2nd. And yeah. what day did you tell them you didn't want it? Three days before that? Two days? One day? When? Uh, just this past Saturday, we I, had. A- I don't have a calendar in front of me. Just help me out here. I, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll get one here, but I'm just trying to ask: How many days before you were going to move in did you tell them? Was it one day, two day, three day, four day? That's what I'm trying to. Look. I'll look on the calendar. So it was last Saturday. That would have been on the 30th, and you were supposed to move in on Monday. You told them on Saturday and you didn't want it on Monday. I think that's unreasonable. I mean, they, they left the apartment open, so I don't think they should necessarily keep your money. But why did it take you that much time to figure out you didn't want it? Um, well, actually,
17: uh, we had looked up on Friday night uh, the reviews and whatnot, and Saturday we were supposed to meet up to go over the lease and sign the lease and whatnot. And that's when she had let them know
2: that uh, she was backing out to the, the pest problem I get it and you know what I would do the same thing now you guys were under no agreements I mean I think I think it's a little weird that you waited so long I would have said you know what I would have looked it up when you put your deposit down I would have I would have done it before I put the deposit down but that doesn't matter they never said to you you they never gave you something that said we're holding this apartment open and it's non-refundable I mean it seems to me that you were meeting to sign a lease, You decided not to sign the lease, so why the hell are they keeping your money? I mean, I don't understand. What reason did they give you?
17: Uh, They just said that uh, due to the fact that they jumped through hoops and tried to make it happen because.
2: And by the way, as crazy as this sounds, I understand that. And I understand the logic of wanting to keep it. I'm not talking about the logic. In my opinion, not a legal opinion but I think they don't have a right to do it. So even though I know why they're doing it, they're saying, wait a minute, man, you're supposed to move in on the second. You tell me uh, two days before, screw that. You know, that doesn't sound right. But then that, on the other hand, you didn't even have an agreement. You didn't even have a deposit agreement. You had no agreement. I mean, for all, this person can say you gave me you gave me a gift. I mean, I don't even know where you go with this, but can you reverse it in your app?
17: Uh,
2: that, that's what I'm hoping for. What's the name of the apartment company? They I, Here's what I think. They just can't keep your money just for the hell of it. You had no agreement. Mark, if you were showing up to meet somebody on a Saturday... And, and you had no agreement. And you show up on Saturday to sign the lease. Meanwhile, you find out this place is infested with bugs. Would you go through with it? But you never signed anything. Never. He said, that's what he said, nothing. They, he gave a deposit to hold it. He shows up to sign the lease. How did you give
0: the deposit
2: in that on an app? app,
0: yeah. He probably agreed to it in the app. I don't know. No, man. no, the app isn't their app. It's just a transfer app. Nobody agrees I'd to it. I'd try to get my money back, is that answer. But I have no idea what he signed.
2: Yeah, he didn't sign. We're right. You didn't sign anything, right, Simon? No, I didn't. Actually, it was just. Did a, she? Uh, did she sign anything? No, all we signed was an application for approval, and that was it. On the application for approval, did you give a deposit at that time? Uh no, I did not. She did, though. Okay, how much of a deposit at that time? It was $600. Okay, I'll I'll guarantee you this now. Now, now, now. You said you signed nothing. She signed it. Uh, No. Oh, she did an application and did not sign it.
17: Uh, Just just on the application, she did. But other than that, Simon,
2: uh, Simon, I feel like I'm doing a dance with you. Here's what I'm going to say. She signed an application and gave a deposit. Whatever that application says is going to rule. So okay. it's not true that she did not sign anything. Yeah. What does the application say about the application fee? Because that's really what it was. Yeah. It wasn't a deposit. Fine. Jesus, I wish that I could. I wish that I could learn stuff before going through this entire diatribe. Craig, what's happening? Yes. What's going on with you, Craig? I'm calling for my daughter. She signed a a
10: 15-month lease about 40 days ago. And yesterday, the apartment community called and said, hey, the current tenants have decided not to move out, so they won't be out in time. We're going to put you in a nicer apartment in the same complex
2: at the same price Hmm.
10: okay they're trying to mitigate
2: they're trying to mitigate damages or create a no damage so what's going on correct
10: which is nice well our concern is when the lease is up that she won't be
2: able to afford the the apartment because it's a waterfront apartment well you're not guaranteed on any apartment you're not guaranteed any price so that wouldn't be an adequate argument because I wanted to ask you, if, yeah. since they put her in this situation,
10: could uh, I'm sure she can negotiate anything she wants? But what what would you be your guess of the likelihood of them saying, "Oh, we'll let you renew once at the same price Craig, or at a decrease"? Here's what price. I'm saying.
2: Here's what I'm saying. Okay, what they're doing right now is creating a no loss situation. No one can argue okay. there's a loss. There was a breach and no loss. Now the settlement is putting her in a better position. So that part's gone. Now let's talk about the future. There is nothing that would obligate them for a future obligation, benefit, or damages. The, she has the choice now to walk away. They can't hold her to it, but it would be unreasonable, not just with this apartment, But with the original apartment, there would be no clause saying you can renew at the same price. Well, there might be. I don't. Why do you say that? A lot of times, I have never seen one lease. Now you find me one. Never one that says you will renew at the same price. Almost every commercial lease I have signed has a new. Are we talking about a commercial lease now? Well, no. But you're saying apartments don't have that. (laughs) Okay, I've only negotiated maybe 1,500 of them. I've never seen one, so, so that's possible. I mean, it, it is possible that somewhere on this planet, there is a clause that says, we're going to renew you at the same price. But for the sake of this call, Craig, I think that it's unreasonable to ask for that in any circumstance because no one has to rent to you at the same price every year. I mean, I, I shouldn't use the word unreasonable. They don't owe it to you. They don't owe it to you on the first one, so why would they owe it to you on the second one? You, you understand? Well, yeah, well, the reason they chose the apartment, it's at a you know, price they can afford. But, so Craig, that price, months, that price that they could afford was guaranteed for how long? Uh, actually, I, I made a mistake. It's a 15-month lease. Okay. 15 so, months. The first apartment they could afford was guaranteed for 15 months. Was it guaranteed for longer than that? No. Okay. Then why should the second apartment be guaranteed for longer than that? Your argument's going to be... I'm not
10: saying it should. I, I'm you're you're, you're asking, saying...
2: You're saying... If you think it's... Even if... I know what you're they're, saying. They're under duress,
10: man. Craig, I do understand do you what, you what you're
2: saying. Okay, Mr. Hold button. What Craig is saying is, even if the first apartment, I I disconnected him by mistake, even if the first apartment went up, it would not go up as high as the second apartment would go up. I understand that. So in that case, they can choose not to execute on the settlement offer. that, That is their power. They can't make them keep an artificial price simply because... They're doing another apartment. I hope I made myself clear. I'm Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. Okay, listen. I did not mean to hang up on Craig. Craig, if you're listening, please. What I meant to say was I understand your issue. Your daughter was signing a 15-month lease on a cheaper apartment. And if it had gone up she would have probably been able to afford a little more. But because that apartment wasn't available and they gave her a better one at the same price, that's fine for the first 15 months. But after that, if that goes up, it'll go up differently than the first one would have. It would have been too expensive. So I understand your concern. My only issue is you can't make them look into the future. Well, you can negotiate, but they don't have an obligation to do anything. For you, uh, They're giving you an option, a settlement. You don't have to take the settlement. You could theoretically sue them for breach of contract, but then try to come up with damages when they're offering you a better apartment for a year. You're going to say, well, that's not guaranteed after a year. And then their attorney will say, well, neither was the first one. I mean, it just goes nowhere. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Keith's got the same problem with Republic Trash. Mark, what is it about trash companies? Deputy Dan, you've dealt with a few. Deputy Clint's dealt, dealt with a few. What what What's going on? Trash companies, why all of them? We're getting complaints on virtually all of them. You know, we haven't got one on is waste management. The biggest one, right? Well, I guess in Colorado. I but, don't know, man. What is it? What is it about, uh, Keith, what is it about Republic Trash? What are they doing?
15: Well, Tom, it, um, it's just, it's terrible service is basically what it boils down to. I had them, uh, they missed uh, trash pickup for me for over two weeks and, uh, they just missed another one this week. And there's always an excuse and sometimes there's not, well, I can't say that. Sometimes there's just not even an excuse. They sent me one photograph from a driver that the alleyway was blocked where they couldn't get mine. And the other, I'm like, well, what about the other four times you haven't picked up in two weeks? So... It's just terrible, terrible service, and I think there's better companies out there. And it's down to the fact now that I'm trying to get my contract to see if I'm under any obligation, and they won't even send me my contract. I've been asking for over a week.
2: Yeah, they don't really have to, um, really, technically. I mean, you would think they would, uh, because if you don't know your own contract, what would happen is you would say you're canceling, and then they would have to produce it at that time if they want to enforce it. So right. are you looking to change companies? That's the way I would do it. I would just say, I, I want to cancel as of, they're going to say you're under contract. You're going to say, well, I need to see that. So that's the way that would happen. Right. But thank you for telling us that she's not the only one, that church, our East Bible Baptist church, our friends over there, Pastor Lauren and his wife, That it's a terrible thing uh, that 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 we're going through with these smaller trash companies now republic is big but when i say smaller they're buying up smaller companies and it seems like the only one we're not getting complaints about is waste management it seems to me a lot of it's going to be
0: just labor man
2: it might be really hard to keep labor right now oh yeah that could i mean everyone's saying that can you imagine i mean picking up trash is not a great job i think they make you know 25 bucks an hour wouldn't you guess and don't these machines nowadays, most of them, doesn't that do the most of the labor? Yeah,
0: I think uh, you like our at? guy, you got to push the can up to it, and it does everything else.
2: Now, remember, it's car day. I have my experts here twiddling their thumbs. You can call about cars. Uh Martin, what's going on? CBD oils, Tom. What was yeah. the name of the CBD oil that you use and uh, like? It's Panacea Life Sciences. Now, and is he, that on your website? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or just go to uh, Real cbd okay real listen real cbd that works.com and just for people listening uh, all all cbd oil works if it's done the same way and and pure it all works it just so happens that panacea life sciences is one of the few i found that honestly put CBD in their product. It's just like when I talk about stem cells. Stem cells work, and when they, not all the time, but when they work, they have to be real stem cells. And the problem I have is not with this stem cell or that stem cell. Stem cells will work if you get them alive. Uh, The problem is, is they're not alive in most products that you see. Like, uh, and that's the problem. But Martin, go ahead. I'm sorry.
15: That's all right. The concern I have is being tested, even when there's a slight, slight trace of thc after a while
16: it
2: can build up and we'll come back positive okay. on the ua this is what they life. say this is what they say at panacea life sciences they are so accurate in their science that their zero thc will never show up this is what they say now i said uh, and they've never seen it showing up and they've done defense department crazy testing now I can't tell you that's for sure, and I don't know how. I don't know if they would ever put that guarantee in writing. But what they're saying is their zeros show up in no test. Okay, I, I mean, just heard a rumor yesterday about somebody that said get a
15: CBD oil that's double tested, which means another company tested. Well, they to make
2: that's sure they have selling is correct. They have an independent okay. test. On, perfect, perfect. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. No, these people are independently tested for sure. and and But even the independent testing, is it really independent? Anybody you know, can cheat any system. Do you know what? Do you know how some of these stupid independent tests work? Listen to this. See if you think this is stupid, Martin. I'd like to get your opinion on this, Mark, too. They send them a sample of each product. Now, tell me what the flaw is in that they can send them someone else's sample, or or send them one that they just perfect made perfectly for testing of course martin yes the only way to truly the only truly way to accurately do a third-party test is to take the end product at random yeah like you would order something
0: from them right now over the internet and when it showed up you would have that test or yeah
2: or go to their facility and take them off the line Yeah. But, but so these third parties, they make, they make me laugh. And here's the problem. It's because the FDA is not involved like they should be. I, I mean, they're not because why they don't want to legitimize it. I don't mean legitimize it as being legal, but you know, make it commonplace. I don't know why, why are people so turned inside out? about cannabis plants why well because for years and years and years we were told it would kill you that's why and but we're talking about not marijuana but it's the same first you know what's funny is
0: up until panacea i never really gave it much thought i kind of always thought it was all the same crap to be honest i didn't know yeah when you say all the same crap what do you mean well i meant when i thought of cannabis and i thought of cbd i didn't really differentiate them As much as I know now in my head, you mean some? Yeah, because some cannabis. I thought both of them had THC. I figured one strand gave you a hell of a lot more. I mean, really, that's what I thought.
2: And here's what happens: cannabis uh, branches off to hemp or marijuana flowering plants, and and that's really and then the the yeah, it's just it gets very complicated. That's why you have to find a lab you really trust. I'm Tom Martino. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Okay, Gary, go ahead. What's going on, Gary? Welcome. Hey. What's going on, I'm, Gary? I need a
17: somebody to have, provide a space for transmission in my car. Do
2: you, do you need someone who has a garage? Yes. And for what reason you want to rent a garage? Right to put a transmission in a car. In car.
0: Okay. What right. you want to put your own transmission in?
17: Well, my I'm seventy years old.
2: Yes, I've
17: and I worked all my life. Uh huh. I'm not afraid of it.
13: I have bought another used transmission.
2: Okay. You already have the transmission, and you have the car that needs it. You just need a place to do it. Right. And why did you choose to do it this way? Because you can't afford the other way? I'm on my um, Social Security. Okay. Well, you're lucky you know how to do this stuff, Gary, right? Right. Right.
0: I know places like uh, DIY Auto Repair in Denver, but what do it, they do? Well, y- you rent a bay, and it's like thirty-nine bucks. But the problem is, if it takes them sixteen hours, he
2: might as well add Jeff to it. I well, mean, Gary, how long will it take yeah. you? The book says said- six hours. No, but what do you think? You're not a mechanic. How long will it take? Or were you in the business? Well, safety mechanic. Were you in the business? I, yes,
0: I will have you. Okay, I can just tell it's gonna. There's no way if he's paying even thirty-nine bucks an hour, it's gonna. It could cost him three weeks for all
2: we know. Gary, I, I, the short answer is I don't know anyone cost-effective to rent a garage from with a lift. You're gonna need a lift, right?
15: Right.
0: Actually, I really he might even need no I don't think he'd need and two, and okay. also here's I mean, the he other problem
2: special tools to and liability jack, like if Jeff let's say Jeff let you use his garage his can his insurance would cancel him if they found out I mean you it's gonna be right. more I, difficult I, than you think unless you just have a friend and you go rent a lift you know that's the only way I can see it being done or uh, a buddy that's got yeah. one but who you know who has that do you have any friends with a garage or maybe no, you rent a store you know what You can rent a storage facility for a month. You know who does this a lot? It's not going to benefit him, but a lot of
0: people don't know this. Most of our big uh, military bases actually have that for the guys where they have lifts and stuff they can go use. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Well, there's
4: also some Mm -hmm. of the the, the technical colleges and the the two-year colleges that have their own classes that they do auto mechanics, and they may take it on as a project where he could just bring it in and they'd do
2: it. That's like how Jeff gets his haircuts. Hey, Gary, have you ever thought of calling any of the technical colleges, the vocational colleges? No, I haven't. That's a good idea. Meanwhile, take his information, Daphne. Take his information and see if anybody calls, okay? 303-713-TALK. I assume she heard me. I'm not getting any acknowledgement that I'm alive. Okay, good. Let's keep going here. 303-713-TALK. Seven one three eight two five five. Real quick, think of the
0: liabilities. If you did have a lift in your house, a seventy-year-old man working in your house in
2: your garage on your, you'd lift, be liable. Oh my God, you could be killed. Andrea, what's going on with you, Andrea? Uh, is this Andrea? Hello, whoever it is. Hello, is this And? Who is this? Okay. Andre. I'm sorry. It, it's okay, Andre. What's going on? Yeah, I was wondering about Car Shield. Have you ever had any problems with um people
13: getting um uh Jeff Car Shield? Cars, well first car of all,
2: go, what do you think, Jeff? One of the worst companies out there. One of the worst. Listen, generally yeah, I was
13: with for like two years
18: I had my first claim and they wouldn't pay it. It was my PTU on my twenty ten.
13: I don't know of MKM. anything. How
2: about this way, Andre? I don't know of any that they pay. They suck most aftermarket car maintenance plans suck most of them in general suck so if you want to sing on we'll try to help this is the troubleshooter show
1: help, I now
2: tom martino the troubleshooter hi tom martino here welcome to the show 303 713 talk it's car day i just want to say one thing okay there are a lot of people have hail damage on their car and they're doing nothing about it they hold on why do they hold out Why do people hold out when they have hell? You only have a year to make that claim. Now, after you make that claim, you can get it fixed if you get a check. If you don't get a check, your right to get money expires. So if you're coming up on a year, when were the big storms? When were the big storms? Let's talk to our expert here, Flexident of Colorado, Nick. Yep, we had a big one in July. Get close, please. So they, okay, there's no way they're all fixed now.
5: No, no, there's still quite a bit out there.
2: Why are people waiting? Why, when you have somebody come in, why do they wait?
5: Um, a lot of the people are just, uh, insurance companies will actually tell them to wait until after hell season to get it done because they don't want to have to pay out All twice.
2: Right. What I'd like to do is offer a, a Christmas crazy special for people who want to get their hell damage fixed in December. I want to make it crazy.
5: Okay, I'll what go crazy. I'll go okay. 20% off, now, free pickup and delivery, and a free rental car.
2: Wait a minute. Holy crap. Hold on. He's slashing prices. Wait, no, no. Seriously. Uh, We got to put a limit on it, right? I mean, as far as the dollar, man, you can't do a $200 job like that. So 20% off, right? Yep. Free rental, free pickup and delivery.
5: Yep. Giving the whole shop away.
2: (laughs) No, that's for any hail damage. Call them to see if you qualify. Like, like. How will people know? They just call. He'll be, be reasonable. He's not, you know, if you got a $100, $200 job, I mean, it's got to be a job that's going to, you know, be big enough to make it worth as well. So should we put a limit on that? Like for a job's X amount and over?
5: Yeah, I'd like to go at least $1,000. All right,
2: right. And, and that's not unheard of. So, okay. Any hail repair, $1,000 or more, you get 20% off. That'll bring it down if it's 1800 okay? Now, you get free pickup and delivery and a free rental. You cannot beat that deal. Where do they go to get this?
5: Um, Give me a call at 303-619-6273, or I'm right on the corner of Wadsworth and Hampton. Wads and Hampton. 3455 South Vance.
2: Wadsworth and Hampton, Flexident of Colorado. Now, this is so good, I'm going to mention this, because he just came up with it just now because I made him. Now, Andre wanted to know about his car repair uh, plan from Auto Shield. Auto Shield sucks. Most of them suck, okay? They mostly suck. If you had to pick one, what one would you pick, Jeff?
4: A, a dealer backed. I mean, I'd get one from, you know, I drive Chevy, I would get one from Chevrolet General Motors.
2: Right. Now, I would never get one when you have a factory warranty. There's no reason. And then I would only get. It when my regular warranty was expiring, then I'd buy one. But here's the deal. Listen, this is this is important. Even they are not that great. But these repair uh, these things like Andre. What made you fall for this Auto Shield? Was it a commercial Uh, saying I just had my transmission done?
3: Yeah, that was it. That was
2: it. Yeah. Just having. How much have you been paying? How much have you been paying for this? Ninety nine dollars a month. That's for how long? Like for two years almost. Wait, and three
4: you
5: also years. Had a down
2: payment on that before two, that, not just ninety nine. Two years. How long? Two it's, years. And and this I only had one claim with them. This was my only claim. Twenty four hundred dollars you paid. Did you have to put money down? Uh, no, nothing down. Do you, so twenty four hundred dollars. And how much is the repair going to cost?
13: It was two thousand five dollars sixty two cents.
4: So you're underwater.
2: Yeah, for, they, they're they, not even they paying it. They want not
4: pay half of it. What's that? They did pay
2: half of it. They What's didn't, pay it. Did they the, didn't whole, even pay half of it. No, okay. Now, what reason did they give you for turning it down? I was getting my PTU um, replaced, my power transfer
13: unit, and they said it was too much sludge in the unit, whatever they mean about sludge. They had two different mechanics to uh, Check it out,
2: and say "I, I take him to small claims court just for the hell of it." If I would they t- have some presence in the state, I would take him to small claims court. You know, Mark, why would people have a presence in a state if it encourages small claims? I mean, well, because a lot of times the person you're suing lives in the state. I mean, that's why. Oh, okay, but they, but we've had cases where you've sued people who, for some reason, have a representative in the state, and I think it's foolish. You make it as you need to make it as difficult. It's possible for people to sue you. Not easy. Think about these warranties real
0: quick. Even the ones like Jeff said that you maybe if you buy one through the dealer. I don't like anything people lie to you about at the point of sale. Have you... We've all bought new cars and we've all been pitched. Can I say that's correct with you? Right. That's right. They never say, hey, you know, this five-year warranty is not a five-year warranty. It's actually only two because it runs concurrent with the factory Not warranty. one of them. No. Every single... Not- Single one. I don't care if it's Purifoy, McDonald, Hyundai. I know. I don't care
2: who it is. They all lie, or at minimum, mislead you. Yeah. And what are you saying is even excellent dealers will say this is a five-year warranty, and it's not. If you have a three-year warranty, it goes beyond that by only two years or mileage. They all do. No matter what. If you say, "Well, I'll get to my mileage quicker," well, then buy it. Then don't buy it in the beginning.
4: Well, and, and you know, you mentioned taking these guys to small claims. I do believe if I remember correctly,
2: Auto Shield's based out of Lakewood. Man, that would be Andre. Awesome. You know what? Yeah. Why don't you look into this, okay? And then call Mark for logistics because it would be good if you took these jerks If if they true in fact, I'll go a step
0: further. If they truly have a presence here, um well, I, there's a, there's some stuff I'm not going to say, but I, I will guide you. Yes, and we'll even get one of our people to serve them. Yeah. I can never give you legal advice, but because I've done a lot of small claims, I can I can Logistical advice, like what to do. Like, That's you know, right.
2: Like how to, yeah, logistical advice. I'd hate to be okay. accused
0: of being an attorney. Daphne,
2: huh? get Andre's contact information, Mark at Small Claims Court Auto Shield, and we'll give that to Mark. You know... This is good stuff, Jacinda. I believe it's Jacinda. Is that you, Jacinda? Just Jacinda. Cinda, what's going on?
9: So, um, I have a house in downtown Monument, and there is a downtown have- Monument. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's little, and um, they it's. The town called my real estate agent and said that it's going to be 100% commercial. If a resident person wants to buy it, that's fine. But if they ever have to pull a permit to make any repairs, anything, obviously, that a permit requires, then they're going to have to revert revert to commercial standards.
2: It's not unheard of for cities to declare areas... For zoning purposes, commercial and residential. So, what's going on now?
9: Well, I just, I guess I have a problem with that because my home was built in 1896. It has never been a commercial anything.
0: And I, I, wait a minute, wait a minute, Tom. Is she trying to say that what they're trying to pass, if she needs to have a new furnace installed because it goes out, she can't do it because she'd have to be commercial? I don't think that's the case. Is
2: that what they're saying? So they basically are stealing her house. Cinda, are they saying, one thing at a time, are they saying you can make no alterations whatsoever?
9: We can make alterations, but if we do, they have to be commercial grade if if you will for like a better term they have to go because now
2: now you're you're you have commercial standards but the commercial standards are not that much different but and the fact that your house is old Cindy, is not their problem but i have a few things to say and i think you'll it's not all bad are they trying to take your home some for some reason the screener uh, daphne says eminent domain did they mention eminent domain to you no no
9: no 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 so Basically, um, they want Downtown Monument, they want a commercial person in there. They want a boutique in there. Okay, I understand that. Did they
2: rezone already?
9: Well, it's always been um, dually zoned. So... um, I called. I was going to um, put my business in there, and they said that's fine. But you're going to have to, you know, do commercial tax. And of course and you like do. That. Of that's course fine. you
2: do. You don't have it both ways. Right. It's either commercial or residential.
9: Exactly. Exactly. But so my, my complaint is, is what that they don't have a right to do that. Yeah, they do. I don't. You know,
2: they do. Land use has. They have very wide and far-reaching rights. Now, I'm not saying... They can take it if they want I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they have way more rights. Governments in this country have way more rights on our private property than we like. Especially in Colorado with eminent domain. Yeah, and eminent domain went to the Supreme Court and it was ruled that they can, listen to this, they can take your property and sell it to another entity for their commercial benefit If it also benefits the town, they can really literally take it from you and give it to somebody to develop if you can't develop it. And they say it's much too valuable to sit there. You're not allowed to keep it. So uh, there's an open mic. Yeah, all based on tax revenue. Okay, so but Cinda, that's not all bad news if you want to hold on. I mean, you're looking at only the dark side. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter three zero three seven one three talk seven one three eight two five five. Okay, so listen, we got a lot to talk about, and I I, I want to make this quick. Okay, now hang on there, Roger. Roger, what's going on with you, Roger?
17: Hey, Tom. Um, my lady friend is getting a new car here this next week,
2: and uh, brand new.
17: And we're looking at the VW Atlas twenty twenty. What do you think of the
2: VW Atlas? What What is the price? They're
17: about forty thousand for a well equipped. If you okay. want to get
2: the premium model, it's like fifty thousand. I What is she looking for in a vehicle?
17: Uh, fully equipped with all the safety features
2: like brake assist. Is, uh, is she looking for? Uh, is the Atlas an SUV? Yes. yes. I would get the uh, Hyundai. But it's like a Santa Fe, man. Listen, I, I look it. There are people that just love Volkswagen. Volkswagen is not what they used to be. They're not a good company. Okay, man, they okey doke the United let's States ask, for years. Well, let's You're ask mispronouncing
4: You're mispronouncing it. It's Beatswalking.
2: Yeah, let's ask you, Jeff. Because that's all it does is Jeff, it Let's ask people that work on cars. <laughs> Well, I am not a fan of the Volkswagen line, period. But seriously, no, without just saying that offhand, no, are you talking about
4: they're a maintenance hog? They are a maintenance hog. When repairs come up, I mean, the price point looks great when you're buying that car, but then when you actually have to repair it, the cost of repairs on them are, are excessively more than you would get, I, in say, your Hyundai or a Ford. It's
2: not as bad as a Land Rover or a no,
0: Range Rover. It's as bad as Rover, but but <laughs> no, make, seriously. Sure to, make sure to get AAA, too, if you sign up with
2: Roger, it. Roger, really, a yeah. Santa Fe, Mark, loaded, how much
0: uh right now fully loaded i mean steers itself keeps itself in. yeah the fully lane, loaded that crap uh
2: turbo too let's, yeah let's go to- the to- best total so fully loaded the best jerry yes what 35 now listen to this roger 35 fully okay. loaded with every and a 10 year 100,000 mile warranty. I'll give one thing to Volkswagen. Yeah,
0: they did up their warranty, I think it's six-year 72,000. Still not
2: good. I mean, still well, not good for enough. For bumper bumper-to-bumper, it ain't bad. No. Is that their bumper-to-bumper? Well, go ahead.
17: I have a Hyundai, I have a Hyundai Elantra 2018. So what do you I'm, th- th- a of, I'm a fan of Hyundai. But
2: listen, <laughs> listen with a seven-year, 72,000-mile warranty, and with the new design, it ain't terrible, but it's too expensive. What are they asking for it?
17: About forty. Uh oh.
2: but why Volkswagen?
0: What even led you that direction? Her? It's his girlfriend. Well, no, his girlfriend's buying
17: well, it. Lady friend. No, it's lady, lady friend. F- it's f- just oh, lady friend. friend. Lady friend. Yeah. All right. Well, she has a, she has a Nissan Rogue right now, and this is her second Nissan Rogue. And uh, she wants to try and get something different, but she likes going to Tynan, so they they do Volkswagen and Nissan.
0: Okay. So that's why we're. Well, that's an kinda... odd reason to buy a brand based upon who sells it. Yeah. I find that odd. Yeah, <laughs> well,
14: she
17: just likes
2: Tynans. She likes what? Tynans. Well, Tynans. You yeah. don't get many complaints on them. No, we. I look. I'm not going to. We throw get a lot at... of
0: complaints on Volkswagen, though. Yeah. <laughs> I Roger. I just wouldn't think of that logic. How it. about if Tynans had Tynans Yugo? Does that mean she wants a Yugo? I don't even understand the logic.
2: Can, uh, Candace, what's happening? Candace, what's going on?
0: Hi,
19: I was recently on vacation in Iceland a couple months ago. Iceland, and okay. <laughs> I was on a horseback riding excursion. Yeah. And due to the negligence of the farm, my saddle came off while I was riding the horse, and I went off with it and have had some injuries that are still ongoing. Uh, including my spine, I have a compression fraction. Did you um, sign? Dis- Did on-
2: you sign disclaimers? Not that that would that no. doesn't excuse them from gross negligence. But let me tell you something about in Colorado. In Colorado, we have an equine uh, um, it's a disclaimer. It's an equine um indemnity. They cannot be held responsible for equine accidents in Colorado no one can. But here's the other thing, okay? Obviously that doesn't matter. You were in another country. Uh you did you sign anything? I did not oh, that's weird that you did not sign anything. So they took a lot of liability. But the question is, do they have assets? Is it worth going after? We're talking about an international uh, case here. How much? How many damages? I mean, do you really feel like, hey, I could have some brain damage, a closed head injury or something?
19: It's not a head injury. Luckily, I had a helmet on, um, but I have a spinal injury that I'm going to have to physical therapy for and then also i have a shoulder that i already had surgery on a few years ago that is now re-injured and i'm still waiting to find out if that will happen you know
2: their laws are going to prevail not ours yeah so i don't know what the laws are there but you would have to sue them there so so that alone did you call any attorneys what city were you near
19: i was near reykjavik and i have not called any attorneys i thought i would Start with you guys. Okay, Somebody
5: we're gonna we're
2: gonna to. consult we're gonna consult our experts. So hold on, all right, hold on. Thanks. Okay, just now, um, Mark Hardy is the one. He and his wife signed a ten. They put down ten thousand dollars on a home. What was the name of the communities again? Um, and and. The, and they backed out because uh, they couldn't sell their home in time. Uh, but we're going to take this case. Hardy, he's been working on it. What did you want to ask him right up front? Because we have to take a you quick You wrote break.
0: on top of one of those papers, did not sign this. Are you positive you didn't sign anything like that? Any release or settlement?
13: No,
2: we did not. We, we're positive we did not sign anything like that. But you saw what it said, Right. Right. And it, and it alerted you. They wanted to keep your money and they asked you to sign it. And yes, they did, and we did not sign it. When did they ask you to sign that?
1: Well, we
13: $10, when we took $10,000. It was shortly after, uh, during the time that we, we presented with the $10,000. Okay. This is showing on the date, this showing on the 10 24, 2017.
0: This is after you canceled, right? Yes, yes, yes. Listen, here's the deal. If you're going to be straight with me, I think I'm going to get you, you know, your money back. So you guys are just going to hang tight. If everything is correct on this, I'm going to go after these fools like a bulldog goes after a
2: bone. Okay, so hold on, all right? And uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we want to make sure we have your contact information. And then uh, it, we won't be doing that today, getting back to you, but we are going to work on it. I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Hey, Hardy, may I ask a very quick question, okay, on your house? Yeah. Okay. Why did, you, why did you not qualify? Why did you pull out of the deal?
11: No, I didn't know. Mainly because they kept they they, they gave us
13: a, a time limit to have the money to show where the money came okay,
2: from. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's all I need to know. Okay, so anyway, no matter what the reason, I don't think they should keep the money. And Mark's going to work on that. Let's move on. Bill's got a comment on VW. Go ahead, Bill. What's going on? And Candace, we haven't forgotten about you in the horse riding accident. Bill, what's going on?
1: Hi, Tom. I heard you and Bark bad-mouthing VWs, and I have to tell you, I've driven VWs since 1978, and I've had two golfs,
2: they had to
0: cheat against every other car maker when it came to emissions to sell in this country. They're cheaters, liars, and they yeah, suck. Yeah, but
2: Bill, the company changed uh, a lot since then, though. It they changed uh, a lot no since
1: No, it hasn't. Can I finish? Go ahead. So to this day, I, I'm driving a Golf Sport Wagon, and I'm telling you that they are mechanically superior to the Hyundai. Bill, and what year is your, way, what year I, is your I car? I hope you never get in a crash in your Hyundai. What
5: year
2: is your, what year is your car, Bill?
1: I've got two six uh, 2016 okay. Golf
2: Sportwagon. So, but but they uh, you said the company hasn't changed. The company has definitely changed.
1: I don't I don't know. But all the point I was going to make was is that you love uh, them? all these all these cars. I've had them go. 192,000 miles. I get it. You love
2: them. I get it.
1: I get uh, it. You know, 196,000 miles. They're durable cars. You know, okay. But it just seems that they get bad enough because, the, you know, if you the, what I've learned in all these years of driving VWs, that if you maintain the service interval, they're totally reliable cars.
2: Okay. Um, I don't want to get into a big discussion about VW, but you made something about a hope you don't get in a crash with a Hyundai. Hyundais have very good safety records, so I don't know where you're getting that. I, and I'm not sticking up. For Hyundai, look at if you looked at the two cars side by side as a mechanic, any mechanic will tell you they're different, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. What's better? So, I would go with the Hyundai any day of the week. John Fuller is a personal injury attorney, and he's our automobile expert uh, on injuries and all kinds of injuries, and uh, he's with Fuller Law. John, we have a question. When you are injured outside of the country, obviously the laws of that country will apply, right? Correct. Well, what, what, what is there an international court, or do you have to go to that country to sue if you wanted to sue? Well, so, yes, you would. So, in, in the United States, courts
18: have limited jurisdiction, okay? And in order for you to be able to bring a claim in a United States court, be it a state court or be it a federal court, you must have jurisdiction over the other party. Now, there are circumstances where a foreign corporation can be, you know, almost impliedly have jurisdiction because they have sufficient contacts with, you know, the forum here. But if you're you know, talking about a, a horseback riding operation, I don't even know what country you're Iceland, talking about. Iceland. But, but chances are pretty good that that company doesn't have a lot of contacts with Colorado enough to to, to make itself subject to the jurisdiction of courts here. Um, now, if they marketed themselves heavily in Colorado, maybe. But that's a big, big maybe. But the short answer is no. If you can't get jurisdiction on them here, you're going to have to go there, and you're going to also have to have an attorney there because attorneys are licensed in the jurisdictions where they practice almost universally. So, you know, if yeah. you were in Germany, you'd have to have a German attorney most of the time um, in order to bring a bring a case,
2: if the laws even allow that. And I, I have no opinion on right. Icelandic we we don't court. know, but thank you very much because that that's very logical. It you know, an attorney there along with the laws there. So, Candace, the obvious question, have you contacted anyone at all there?
19: I have not, and I guess my question would be, would I have to physically be present in Iceland, or that's maybe unknown at this point?
2: Um, Let's see. John, what about if she did can- find an attorney, can she do it telephonically? Almost certainly she can,
18: and and now i'm just applying it to the facts you know as we yeah, apply it i through, understand but but only if the case went to trial um or if the other side had you know placed her medical condition in place such that she had a independent medical exam i mean there's only a couple of things that would require her presence but that that's definitely a question to bring up with local counsel of theirs exactly how much you know of her involvement would be required how many times she'd have to travel to the jurisdiction. And, and they would be able to answer those questions. If it were here, I could tell you exactly what it would require. But, um, but it is difficult for, you know, extrajudicial proceedings.
2: Well, okay. thank you. We really appreciate it. And I, I wish you the best, Candace. And John Fuller, personalinjuryco.com, 303-597-4500. All right. Now, Rick wants to know how to collect. That's a good question. How to collect what, Rick? So I'll make it real
15: quick. Uh, my daughter got a what to small claims court, got a judgment.
10: She got all the interrogatories for her bank account, where she works, all that stuff.
2: And so now what do we do? All right. She got the interrogatories already. Yep. I got them in the mail yesterday. And you know, what do you know as far as assets? I know what her she banks
18: at Wells Fargo. I know um, where she works. I know how much she makes right. an hour.
2: Well, I know it's it's very difficult. Name. It's very difficult to give you step by step. But here's what I'm just going to say in general. You do a writ of execution or a garnishment. You go to the bank and you serve the bank and you serve her employer and and uh, you take your money. I mean, it's but there's so much in between we can't go over step by step. And many times, a judgment will carry normal collection. So I would just go and have a collection attorney do it. How much are you owed? Oh, it's only a little over $3,000. It may not be worth getting an attorney, but they can add their fees to it sometimes. Just ask an attorney who does collections. Most of the time, it's very, you know, it's hard to get someone to take a small case. So Google in Colorado, how to do... A garnishment and just file one and have them served. I would go to the bank okay. account for a lump sum first. The recurring one is difficult, but it's more difficult. So, do you, how much does she have in her bank?
18: Uh, I don't. She. I don't think she disclosed that. Actually, she just dis,
15: disclosed her account number. You where were she supposed.
2: Didn't you ask for how much money? Um, I or, don't know what the courts did. I w- I didn't. Or what average daily did. balance. I don't know. None of that would on the paperwork. Well, the courts don't make an interrogatory. You do. Oh, I, I don't know what my daughter did. She did it all by herself. She's a young kid, and she did, it, she okay. did the whole thing all Okay, then by here's herself. what I want you to do. I want you to uh, have her... We should uh, get Frank Ball on or something. I, I understand. We can, but it's too late now. We can probably do it Monday, Mark. And, and what we do is ask him how, because it's very difficult. I mean, it is. It's not an easy thing. So you're gonna to have to either Google it or we'll try to get an attorney, but even an attorney is not gonna give you every single step. These are my friends, these are my friends. I love them, I love them. These are my friends, these are my friends. I love them, I love them. Hi, Tom Martino, you're a troubleshooter. Okay, listen, we have to go quickly here. Um, Jacob, what's going on with you? You have bad credit after an accident? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if that was normal. Uh, well, why? Quickly, hold uh, on, hold on. What my, kind of an accident?
3: Uh, look, my car was totaled, and uh, the, the insurance company paid the car off,
17: but now my credit dropped by like 150 points because it said it was paid off by the insurance company.
2: Oh, that's weird. It's uh, That that's is totally normal? weird. I, I would contest. I mean, why would that affect your credit? Now, you don't have an installment to count positively for you. Were you behind when this happened? No, I was not. Jacob, here's what it is. It's the fact that you're not making monthly payments on an installment anymore. So it, the algorithm sees it as, uh-oh, he's not making this payment anymore. And the day before, he had a big balance. You need to, this is a circumstance where you need to write to them. You just need to write to them saying, there is no negative credit, blah, 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 or go to a, this. Mark, what would you do? What would you guys do? Are you looking at that thing? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the pastor thing. Okay, now <laughs> you cop. Hold on, Jacob. There's not much we can do. Bottom line, you have to you have to write to them or even have an attorney write for slander of credit. But it is normal because the payment goes away. Eric, you say your insurance company is not paying for your roof. That's correct, Tom. Why? Um
17: well, after several months, they have now decided that
2: woodpeckers have destroyed our roof. Wait a minute. They, had, they said that it wasn't uh, the storm.
17: They say that there was no storm damage. Well, they've changed their story three or four times.
2: Well, listen, I don't put a past all state, although they're not going to pay for extra damage. So here's what I think you need to do. You need to call Matt at Paragon. Daphne's going to give you the number. He's a public adjuster. Trust me when I tell you he's worth his weight. And and the small commission he charges is worth it on anything he gets for you above what they offered, if they offered anything. That's what you need uh, to do. Ask him real quick. Does he even hear woodpeckers, though? You'll hear him. Did you you ever have woodpeckers? Oh,
17: We've had woodpeckers, but they don't usually attack, you know, flat surfaces. They go for the, the sides of the house.
2: Okay, you need to get right this. Both. Thing, you need to get the thing taken care of, and and uh, the way to do it is with a public adjuster. Trust me when I tell you that, James. What's going on with you, yes. James?
13: Yes, uh, Tom. I was needing to know if you had any, uh, if you knew anybody who speaks who spoke,
3: uh, can translate Hebrew.
2: Yes, yes. There are many uh, rabbis that do that, and and many uh, Jews that do that.
3: Okay,
13: I, I went to the Jewish Colorado Center yesterday off of Leafsdale. Yeah. And no one could translate the receipts uh from uh when I went to uh Israel for for the for, uh the receipt that I uh purchased things with. What okay, you have,
2: you want to get someone well, is it handwritten? It's uh, they're all uh computer uh, receipts from uh, What do you mean? No you know, one like, could. Did you have someone no, there that had a Hebrew Bible in their hand that routinely reads Hebrew?
13: They, they, they the lady said she, she honestly didn't know anyone who spoke it. Google, as well. as listen, Google translation. Try.
2: It's very simple. Had tri- have you tried? Have you tried taking a picture of it, getting the characters, and going to Google translation? You're the best. There you go, right there. I mean, no, I but, have not okay. When you take a photo of it, it may not be good enough to do photo character. You got to do character recognition, and you okay. might have to if you can't. Now, most one will pick out the characters, but if you can't, what you can do is mimic what you see on the receipt. If you make your keyboard Hebrew, you can make your keyboard whatever language you want. Or isn't Hebrew though? Isn't it all letters? Well, what does it look like? I don't know what he has. What does it look like? Uh, hold on. I got there. Uh, where is he? There, James. What, what does it look like?
11: I, I honestly, No, Tom, it
2: doesn't look I, like I, letters at all. They're, uh, what I know of the Hebrew yeah, Bible. The they're, but are they normal letters? No. Not, no, they're their letters. Not. You're right. Uh, what uh, I mean yeah, is they're, it's they're not. Letters. Okay.
0: I, I'm telling you, Google Translate will be able to do this.
2: Yeah, if you okay. look, it'll pop up a virtual keyboard with whatever their things are. Yeah, it, it's not like some, like in the Greek where you can, or, or you know, Spanish where you can make out letters of our alphabet. It's a whole different writing. Okay. But it's, right. you can, you need to go to someone or Google Translate. If you don't know how to put okay. it into Google Translate, certainly you can figure that out with a, with a. Uh, if you go to Wikipedia, Wikipedia. They Google, have a layout of Google every translator have it. All right. Man, this was a crazy show. Don't forget this crazy deal, okay? Flexident of Colorado. Flexident of Colorado. They are doing uh, uh, an amazing discount, free pickup and delivery, plus free rental car for big hail repairs. Flexidentofcolorado.com. I'm out of time.